It's me, Dan, from Harmontown. You can hear episodes of our show and 30 others before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. The TuneIn app is a free mobile audio app available across iOS, Android, and Windows. Podcast superfans get even more from their favorite shows. For four weeks, new episodes of Harmontown will be available a full 24 hours early, exclusively on TuneIn. Podcasts will release their new episodes early, including feral audio shows like Drinky Fun Time, Dome People Town, and Natural. Butte. Tune in is also full of content like live sports, news, music, and audiobooks. Get the next episode of Harmontown right now at the TuneIn app at tunein.com slash Harmontown. Begins twisting the wind. Does that does that make sense? Does that make it make? Does it make? Does it make? Does it make? Keep keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. Don't 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 give up. 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 Okay, that was the intro. If you've been around these parts in times previous and enjoyed the sounds of what comes from underground, you'll know that that was a pretty, 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 pretty breezy intro. Okay, well, really, in all seriousness, thank you for listening to Twisting the Wind. You're, you have been for a minute now. You're going to continue to listen to it. I know you're going to love it. It's a great episode. We get deep here, deep down and old and new. It's all the same thing. Yes. I am Johnny Pemberton. I think that's how I say my name. You ever do that? You don't even know how you say your name. Someone asks you to say your name and it feels so weird to say your name. Johnny Pemberton. There's so many ways to say something that you're so familiar with. It starts to suck. What's your name? What's your name? Tell me your name. Uh, it's uh, Bruno Machado. Wait, what? I didn't hear it. What did you say? Say it again? Is that a scam? It's Bruno Machado. Bruno Machado? I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what that word is. What, what did, you, did you say bring me some butter popcorn? No, my name is uh, Bruno Machado. <laughs> what? Did you hear this guy? What's his name? Did he say his... his uh, a burnt a machine up? No, my my name is Brenda Machenum. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to say that. I'm gonna change my name to Brenna Machena. <laughs> okay, so that's the theme of this podcast is my name is no longer Johnny 
Pemberton. I'm so aware of the P pops in my name. It's like I'm just popping out some watermelon seeds on a summer day on the dock of a bay. Otis Redding died 30 years yesterday. No, he didn't. That's not true. But he did die at 27. Whoa, dude, 27. That's like a freaky number to die. Did you know? Did you know that uh, Amy Winehouse, Jesus Christ, Kurt Cobain, um, Marilyn Monroe, Humphrey Bogart, and James Dean, when they were in that diner together, and they all go ordered a cheeseburger, and they also went played pool in the neon bar, and it's empty Lost Souls, because they all died at 27, so think about that next time your 27th birthday, your friend is, yeah, so I'm Bernie McGowan. Um, okay, so now we're back here, sorry about that, it's just, I had to get, I got lefted off there, I went to Spencer's Gifts for a second in my brain, and I saw that that cafe where Humphrey Bogart and Marilyn Monroe and James Dean, and isn't there a fourth person? I don't care what there is. Isn't that, this, that's just the worst thing. What is that? What the fuck is that? Where did that come from? Ooh, that's like being into the Rat Pack. That's a thing to be into. You want to be into something, you got nothing to be into? I guess I'm into the Rat Pack. Hey, what are you into? I'm into the Rat Pack. What do you mean you're into it? You know, I like uh, classy girls and uh, I like drinks and you know that good part of the restaurant where Sinatra used to sit, old blue eyes, the, with, next to the air conditioner, next to the kitchens. <laughs> fart oh what happened to you i died on cable tv really yeah it was great okay oh my god i'm sorry i just i've been like so many places and haven't had a chance to vent this isn't even venting it's just sort of you know it feels so good to just explore to just let the words come out and see how your lips wrap around the the breath you're pumping out of your lungs and then like wait i just said that yeah that's good say what you want say what you want screaming into the grass screaming into the goddamn tree it's okay but be humble we should all be more humble humble what a that's a bad word too i think that's why people don't like being humble is they don't like that word humble i'm a humbler yeah it was a humbling experience <laughs> yeah it was a uh, it's truly a humbling experience you're listening to Twisting the Wind. I'm Bernasana. And number one, please rate and review the podcast. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. It just it's just the best thing. Those of you who who ha, those of you who, who have reviewed it, my God, you've said some nice things and in creative ways too. I have my heart has been touched. It's been touched sort of like not like in a way like a surgeon would do with like an electrical paddle, but touched in the way that like Maybe if you had bee pollen that could, there wasn't bee pollen, more like pixie. Nah, never mind. That analogy wasn't going anywhere. But thank you for that. So rate and review the podcast. Number two, I can't catch my breath. Number three, if you want to contact the podcast, the email address, twistingthewind at gmail.com. Feel free to send me suggestions for guests. Feel free to send me things you want to get off your chest. Feel free to send me some music that just won't fucking rest. Those all rhymed and sounded great. So all those things and more. And uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Just explore the space. Expand it. Send that sonic boom of sweet Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus Crisp, out into the, the great yonder of wheat fields until your tears turn into dancing and the wheat will bring you a new song unto the horde, okay? So thanks for that. And make sure you check your gas prices in your area because gas prices, man, I'm really getting slammed at the pump. Oh, yeah.
We're coming up here on another 35-minute flashback weekend touchdown. If the Pittsburgh Snobbo get a touchdown, that means you get a break at the pump. Are you tired of getting slammed at the pump these days with gas prices so high? It's time to get some relief. So now we're going to step on down to a Monday morning six-pack flashback Joe Jack hit sack with a knapsack, dream, and a pounder. Come on down, double pounders half off. If the temperature's below 65, you get to pick up your own lunch sack for half off what you'd normally pay for. Ooh, babies don't die today. Yeah. Sorry about that. Let's get to that. Let's go. Let's get to the, Let's get to that. Let's get to the, Let's get to the phones and explore the world. The guest today is someone I've known for a long time. She's a fucking genius and in many ways more than one. And she gives off a radiance of frequencies beyond the visual spectrum. Try that on for size. But first, we're going to call and set up something first for you to enjoy. Thanks for listening. Please pray for me to be less arrogant and to find work that I enjoy and also to kick myself in the ass to do the things that I want to do that make me happy, not just seeking approval from fucking piece of shit junkies on second floors whose skin is deteriorating into a vampire pool. So pray for me. Thank you. I'll pray for you and I'm doing it right now. This is called Audio Future Prayer. Here we go. Audio Future Prayer. Audio Future Prayer. This is an audio future prayer. This is an audio future prayer. Prayer, 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 prayer. I send out prayer into the rings of Jupiter for you. Please find your way. Please find your way. Audio, Check in, uh, check in on a couple of things. I am looking to do a dinner, and I wanted to do it probably on a night like tonight, but not tonight. Okay. And do you guys offer any type of like a special, a special setup if you have like a friend from out of town kind of thing? Um, we we only do reservations for parties of five or more. Oh my gosh, really? So I couldn't make a reservation if it was just two of us. No, but, I mean, we would definitely have seating open. Okay. It would not be a problem. Because I really, it's a person who's very special to me, and I wanted to really show her the town, so to speak, and, and but in the terms of food. Of course. Is yeah. there, like, a special steak that you could, can you get it in a shape, maybe, of a person's first letter, their last name, first name? Um... I'm not sure. I, I could possibly ask my, my boss. We have T-bones, we have verbies, we have sirloins, but most of our steak is, is is cut in a certain way because we have to have a, a certain ounceage. Okay. 
Okay, her name is Val Myers, and she I'm going to be talking to her soon here about this whole thing. She's very special. I've known her for a long time, and I wanted to see about getting her name on like a on a stake or maybe on a TV. Do you have TVs there? We have TVs, but we do not have like a system, a computer system that we could put her name up on something. Oh, uh, what are you what are you doing on the TVs? Just cable. Oh, like what kind of cable? Uh, if there's a football game. A football, a football game. game, okay. Football games aren't on cable, though. Are they? Uh, yeah, generally. Generally. Gen- I thought they were on network. Um, I, I'm not sure, I guess. Hmm. Just whatever. whatever. If, well, if you would like to watch something specific, we can always change the channel for you. Okay, how much would it be to do that? Um, it, it wouldn't cost any money we just do it oh wow what about doing something where you have sort of like a a festive a festive table like a special festive table um if you brought in like your own tablecloth or something Mm -hmm. we'd oblige you with that and put it on there for you okay what about like some fall sort of things like I have a bunch of corn stalks that I wanted to see about having sort of strapped to the back of our chairs sort of like like a throne, like a corn throne of sorts. So it would be something where she could really... Because she's sort of a Halloween person. She's really into Halloween and always has been because she's just... She's incredibly creative, right? She's very creative and she's she's just... It's hard to describe. Like She's kind of ahead of her time. Like she was doing corn stalks for Halloween before anybody was, I know. And same with skulls and same with uh, any type of like, like a, like a funky shoe, you know, you ever see like a, you ever see like a funky shoe in a movie? Yeah, I'm not exactly sure, but have you, have you seen a funky shoe where it's like, Oh, that's a scary looking shoe kind of thing, you know, where it's like flip the, yeah. the sole is flopping or flipping. I'm sorry. Maybe you can call back the night before that you're about, you want to do your dinner, and then we can oblige you with all those things. But I, I really need to get back to work. Okay. Is there someone else I could speak with then real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Let me put you on hold, and I can get um, my boss on the phone, and he yeah. could definitely. Hi, this is Henry. May I help you? Hi, how you doing there? I'm just trying to. Um, hi, hi, Henry. My name's Jim. Henry. Yes. Hey, how you doing? My name's Jim. I'm, I'm just spoke with a fine young man just a minute ago. He was he directed me to you because I have a couple detailed questions about uh, setting up a possible, like a very special dinner of sorts. You like to make a reservation? Is that it? Well, the reserva- the reservation is contingent upon the ability of y'all to really do this type of thing I'm trying to get set up for a good buddy of mine her name is Val and she she has sort of some very specific dining regulations she's a creative type you know what I mean yes yeah so she's kind of got some proclivities that need to be need to be taken care of and one of them is involving um, having shoes on the the bottom of the chairs like I, I bring them in I have a whole bunch of these costume shoes that she uses in her in her work and I would bring them in ahead of time and give them to y'all and you put them under the this uh, you know four of them because you, you how many legs do your chairs have there our chairs have four legs. Oh, that's, that's typical. So I, I would bring in eight different shoes, and we could place them underneath the um, 
the legs. Would that be something? How early would you want me to get there? I'm sorry, what? How early would I need to come to do to give those to y'all before we come for dinner? Because it's like a surprise know, the day for just the day before. Okay, and you can have them How set hard up. How are they to put on? Oh, they're just they're just regular men's shoes, like a costume shoe. They've got like a flop flip on them, and you just slip them underneath the leg. It's just a, just a regular shoe, really. Okay. But it's just a special thing for her because she's a creative type, so she has these, you know, things that bug her and things that don't, and that's one of them. Is she just got to have these shoes underneath there? Um, now this is the one thing I don't, um, so this is for her birthday. It's like a birthday anniversary type thing. Yes. And they wanted to see, she wanted to, I wanted to see if I could surprise her and have a member of the staff who maybe who just seats us. There's like a, this is sort of a party wig. It's like a real, um, it's a real natural wig. It's not crazy or colorful or anything. It's just sort of like a long, um, kind of like a blondish brown hair wig it's very very high quality and then we just have the person who's seating us wear that you'd have to supply the person on that supply the person would have to have a hire a person i don't know you supply the person that's going to wear the wig okay uh what if we did like a hairnet type thing on that would that be different no i'm not going to ask my employees Okay. Or someone else's wig. So I could bring somebody in there. Um, would it matter who it is to do that? No. Why would that matter? Well, I'm asking you because if you say I have to supply the person, then I would. I just want to make sure it would be a, if it matters the type of I mean, person. They're fully clothed and everything. Oh, absolutely. I, that's funny. I didn't. You have a you have a funny funny way of thinking there, Mister. That's funny. Um, absolutely, yeah. She, he, he, or she would have fully clothed on, because we can't, we can't be doing that. Okay. We can't be clowning. Now, I'm assuming y'all don't allow animals there. No. No animals. Not none of any kind. Not unless they're like a seeing eye dog. Okay. And how how would that work? How would the seeing eye dog get in there? With a blind person. Okay. So there has to be a blind person. Yes. What if it was a person who has like special needs, like a like a walking issue or a a stress issue? If if it is their dog for that purpose, that's fine. Okay. This dog is for that purpose. She's she's very sweet, very small, only about 12 pounds, kind of a square of a dog, but very sweet. So we can we can supply y'all the paperwork for that, and that will be good. Um, I'm looking at the calendar right now. What about Sunday the what is it today? The fifteenth is today, right? Yes. The twenty ninth. What's that? What's happening there on the twenty ninth? Yes, we could do something on the twenty ninth. So you'd have like a double table opened up there. And for how many? Oh, just for two. It's just for two people. Just for two, yeah. It'll be like a Jim Duke setup. Okay, and at what time? Well, we probably want to do it uh, from five, five until close. Mm-hmm. And one check? What's that mean? One check or separate check? Oh, it would be one. Yeah, I will be. I will be uh, taking care of everything completely. All right.
lady, and the name you'd like the reservation? Uh, Jim Dukes. J I M. Yes. Okay. Some people are unfamiliar with that name. I called this lady the other day at a butcher shop, and I ordered a, you know, standard order kind of stuff. She, I get there, and she spelled it G Y M, like a gymnasium where you play basketball. Isn't that absurd? A lot, yeah. What's and that? Jim, phone number, please. Oh, are you ready for this? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, 760. Yeah. Hello? 760. Yep. 705. Yeah. 8888. 48. Oh, four, four eights, yep. All right, Jim, I've got you covered. Okay. And we'll, we'll see you on Sunday the 29th, and then uh, uh, if you want to bring those uh, shoes in Saturday evening, I'd be fine. Okay, and as far as the person who's going to be seating us with the wig, I would would you want me to bring them in as well? I just... Uh, Bring them in a little bit ahead of you all okay. getting here, I guess. Yeah, they have their own car. And also, did he mention the corn stalks? No. Okay, well, we were talking about taking some corn stalks and lashing them to the back of the uh, chairs, so to create sort of like a like a fall, like a fence of corn stalks. They'd be dried corn stalks behind the, the back of the chair. It's like sort of like a throne of corn and I could come in there and do that on Saturday along with the shoes, if that's all right. Or I could do it earlier or later. What do you think? Uh, tell you what, why don't you, uh, would it be convenient to come in Sunday, like at 4 o'clock, and do that? Yeah, we could do that. And then to go and pick up whoever this person is? Yep. It's okay, Val- let's do that. It's Val Myers is her name. Yeah, she's very, very well known. So it's uh, it might be a bit of a, um, what do you call it, an event. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, well, someone will be here at the back door. Okay. Uh, oh, the back door, that's good. Come in the back door and we'll set it up. And these are about, how tall are your ceilings in there? I don't know, just standard. Oh, so like 15 feet? Be like, I don't know. Because these these corn stalks are about fifteen feet tall. It's an it's an it's an, a Mexican maize type. It's very tall, but they're dry, so they're very crispy. I don't know if our ceilings are fifteen foot. Okay, well it'll it'll brush the top. It'll be okay. It'll have a nice effect. It'll be just like a like a pen, like a p e p e n. Do you know if that's the same word pen as you write with? Is the was you keep an animal yeah. in? Yes, it is. That's strange, isn't it? I think they'd spell it differently because you have a P-I-N, which is the pen you poke with. Words. Yep. Yeah, that's strange. Well, Henry, Alrighty, Jim. Well, we'll see you uh 4 o'clock Sunday the 29th. Thank you, Henry. Hey, thank you. You're so sweet. I appreciate it. Talk to you later. Keep on going with everything you got there. Just keep moving it on. Okay, thank you, Jim. I, I really think it's just great, and it's going to be a real sort of explosion of happiness, I believe. Okay, great. And if you guys, okay, that's going to be just a wonderful thing for us. Okay, great. Well, we'll talk to you later. We'll talk to you later, and we'll just we'll be right back in there, and it'll it'll really be a um, it'll be like a finale of sorts, I think. So.
Okay. Well, you thank don't... you very much. Great. I'll talk to you later. Thank you bye so bye. much. It's going to, that's very. Oh. Here we are. Yeah. I'm with Val Myers. We're wrapping it into a big, gigantic bow. Gigantic bow. Yeah. But th- that implies that we've like. No, that's the right. that's it. That's saying the end. No, 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 no. I just don't know where to start here because this has like been a long time coming. I, I wanted to have you on well, the podcast for so long now. And you know? I have, yeah, I've, yeah. um, I have been away. I've been. I took. There's a lot of things to talk about. You have a baby. I disappeared. Yeah, I've, I'm a totally different person. Which is a big deal. Having a baby is <sighs> that's no small deal. Yeah, but that's not even that's not even the half of it, or even the Got part it. of it. That's good. It's a huge. But I like. Let me just right. say first of all. I listened to a few of your podcasts right. and I heard a couple of things you said. And, um, I just want to say, uh, do I look, am, do I look like a corpse or <laughs> no, you don't. You're okay. Not Cause dead. I just want to say credit is for corpses. Like I, um, credit, credit, like basically like a lot of people that I helped out, like the hundreds of people I helped, the people I right. gave like a start to maybe, or was like the first person that believed in them, like gave them the safe time. I hope that that is between us. Like, I don't want anybody saying, any, like, she was my mentor. That because that's for dead people. You know what I, I mean? So, yeah. It is. It is. I guess it is. It's kind of. It's like a the kid. Like what you say after at someone's funeral. Right. Um. I would. I would hope anybody that hears this that I helped that has some kind of good feeling towards me would replace those things with like something contemporary. Say like, um, Val Myers is talented. Val Myers is, or whatever you want to say, fill in. Val Myers is, right? You know, um, instead of she was, you know, I'm like, right. like, okay, I have to. Okay. No, I understand. What you're yeah, saying. It's it makes just, sense. that makes me upset because the the thing is, is that um, I I never, I don't, I never asked anybody to thank me for anything, and I I was, right. I was never hurt when when people didn't at all. Yeah. Like I was actually like kind of relieved, and but it was really baffling to me, and it just really devastated me. One of the one of the things that devastated me was, was that the people that did the opposite, where they they're acknowledging me. They they like they were like. Val Myers, no, uh, she had nothing to do with me at all. She, in fact, she's crazy. Don't work with her. She's crazy. Who says that? Um, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of people that have, um, instead of, I mean, I know this sounds, this does sound crazy, but um, it's not crazy. Okay. Uh, you can name names. And I don't always change it. I, I will. I'm not scared it. of naming names. I just don't want to give anybody any kind of prop, like any, oh, any, yeah, anything that makes them in any way it, more famous. Yeah. If you say yeah. It, you're just yeah. Credit. Yeah. Well, well then. Um. Say let's. It. Oh, okay. Um. Let's say. Uh. Certain people. I mean. You know, UCB is right. uh, full of them. Like just well, maybe the real quick before red cheeks it, and I'll the, just I'll give a little history here. So you, Val Myers, started Garage Comedy. Yeah, I created it. I I did it at this place called Fancyland. Right. And um, let me just say a quick what Garage Comedy to me. Garage Comedy is like basically the first place I ever did comedy. And when I started doing it, it was at El Cid, and it was like this crazy awesome variety show that you started. Yeah. Was something where um, tons of people have performed there. Yeah, it was before before Garage Comedy. There was no like you had to do stand up at a at a stand up club or sketch at a sketch club mm-hmm. or whatever else you know. And there was right. no sort of variety. There was no the people. It was segregated. And, and this wasn't that long ago. Yeah, that's the thing. It's yeah. not terribly long ago. Yeah, the birthplace of alternative comedy in L.A. happened before this, but but that was like people but they, bringing notebooks on stage at non stand up uh, venues, still doing stand up. Right. You like, but so, that, but what is alternative? Exactly. There's constantly breaking down of, of whatever. So that's why I don't care. I mean, what do I look like? Beth Lapidus? I don't give a shit. You know, seriously, don't credit me. I didn't, I'm the creator. I don't fuck that. You know, it's right. like, I don't care. I, I, I'm a, like, 
ugh, I hate that. I just, I wish, I just, look, like, I, I found out recently, this is one of the things I'm going to talk about. I definitely am, I, I'm not crazy. That's not specific enough. I've actually finally been diagnosed um, with, <laughs> this is great. This is great. Awesome. Yeah. This has solved so many issues um attachment reactive disorder is what, what is i that? have yeah it's it's really attachment weird i am gonna be the first person ever to be ard i'm calling yes thank you we Ard. just coined coined it can you put a no you don't edit these huh well, put a coin I can, noise i, I, can, I will i'll oh, do okay, it okay. for this i'll do it okay coin that <laughs> ard ard i'm the ard first ard. ard spokesperson um basically um ard is uh, people who were extremely neglected and abused as, right. as young children um they don't they were they never got any attachment to a parent figure or right. anything so then basically that's a, a missing part so i don't actually my my brain doesn't even dip, like i don't get any chemical reward from being close you know oh, i've wow. never yeah. i've never um uh it's i've never felt anything i've never you know i mean until i met chris actually but um it's not it's closeness is not a reward and so comedy for me was always just like the the only the closest thing i had to like love or family or anything so um it's anyway i don't know i never heard that but it makes sense though because you've i mean this is a whole other thing but you've we've talked a long time a long long time ago not a long time ago but we talked a lot about I know a lot about how you grew up. Yeah. Because you went through the foster system. Right. And I, I was never parented. System, really. Yeah. It's more just like a, it's, it's terrible. It is. It is. It's it, terrible. And I was, I basically was feral. <laughs> you know, right. I honestly, I mean, it doesn't, so I have always had to learn everything the hard way. Yeah. I have no, I just have never been an actual human being. Like I've just never, you know, I mean, that's not, I, I can't explain it and I never could pinpoint what it was, but it's right. completely, it's completely that I, I just haven't, I don't, I don't have like I never have any longing to be for attachment or um, the comfort or uh, that a parent gives it, this is so alien to me. And um, it, it makes it's my whole life. It's been, it's just um, for example, a lot of the, the, of my epic failure with mm-hmm. garage comedy and everything, you know, 16 years and in, in this business and was an epic, well, epic failure, I think, it, but I'm proud of that. I'm proud of how okay. epic it was because <laughs> I mean, cause I'm hearing the Ryan Flynn interview. I'm just like, Oh my God, thinking about that Southern tour thing and oh, just the so many. Awesome. And then I thought about the other, just millions of embar- like things that I'm still flinching at, like that meeting at the Robert Myers washer dryer studio with HP where I was like, I don't know that weird meeting before the garage comedy thing. And then right. so many, then like trying to like when I, borrowed money from you and then like all yes, this stuff that was all not these very much money well i know i just like <laughs> it was just so embarrassing and then when uh like the like the southern tour for example right. we, i was uh, i was like all basically i was starving in new york i was literally eating food off the street i was right. and i you guys picked me up and i i knew how badly i stunk i don't even remember <sighs> this we picked you up in new york no you picked me up from the airport okay and you guys had a production van we have a little backstory here yeah so this was like what seven years ago? Uh, Six years ago? I don't, I don't know. No, yeah. But there was a there was a garage comedy tour, and you. It really wasn't actually this guy that was a fan right. of mine from my show said that he would is, like, he would do a tour. This right. guy that owned a record store. Your show was called Junk In with Alan Dave. It was just it was a, on the Turner. T- 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 whatever. It was on it's, the Turner Network. Whatever. Yeah. It was a pop- really popular show. It was. I four years, yeah. you know, like was, people loved it. Yeah. It was good. And popular uh, in the South. Right. Turner is. Yeah. But I had no I didn't wasn't delusional. I, I know I had like spotty regional notoriety. I wasn't famous. I just knew. But the guy that was doing the tour didn't promote it at all. Like right. he didn't do and he didn't know what he was doing and um 
So we show up and it's just so embarrassing and just like, and, but anyways, you guys picked me up from the airport right. and, um, I was like basically a hobo. Um, I knew how badly I stunk. I stunk so bad I, that I was like, Hey, I'm going to take a nap on the luggage back here. But I, I was just trying to get my stink away. That. No, but I was pretending to be asleep. And then yeah. I heard you guys, cause you guys were doing something with a camera. Like somebody, somebody was like, God, I smell shit. Do you guys smell shit? And I was like, really? there's just so many moments like that. Yeah. Like where it's just that. like horrible. I mean, oh. yeah. But it's, well, I don't remember that. So it's definitely, I don't well, know. I, I know it just, not it doesn't, it just oh. adds up in my head that, um, yeah. um, so many people over the years, like I get to that point where there should be some like feeling of closeness or intimacy. Right. And then, um, they just resent me for not having that. And it's just been like, for not being wanting to be close. It's not even wanting. Yeah. I feel like for like, as far as, not there. yeah, I just yeah. have never, I, you know, for for example, when we first became friends, right. um, you used to call me like almost every day and 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 just kind of like check in, and I was like, right. what? And then that was just like, oh, that's something friends do. Like they just check in with each other. Yeah. I mean, that was like that was really that was huge for me. I was like, and it, I I still think about that. Like that's um, we used to hang deep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we had so much sketch group. Oh yeah. Um, what was our sketch group again? Well, it had a couple different names. I think oh, it yeah. was called Brick City at one oh, point. Oh, Brick City. That was the and four was, of us. Uh, oh, but speaking of Brick City, right. that's kind of the, that was one of the people that I that I don't want to name names, but um, uh, Sketch of the Year, written by me. Um, I'm in the backseat of my own sketch. Um, I asked to be in the, the driver in the sketch, right. and I get kicked out, and my credit is taken away, and lo and behold, Sketch of the Year is won by- What's Sketch of the Year? Is that some award? Is this bullshit from uh, that uh, special thing? Gave a I didn't gave know it, it was a sketch. I didn't yeah, know yeah. It gave it got a special like a special mention. The, the driving sketch. Yeah, the no thank you. Thank you, cop. No, no it's called you, no cop? thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I know that. Yeah, no, I, I don't know anything at all. I was a sketch that you and I did. But I wrote it. Yeah, you yes, wrote it. Fully you wrote, wrote it. it from your experience. Yes, that was that yeah. actually happened to me, and I wrote it from experience. Yes, and. Um, I gave my, I, I always did this. I put myself literally in the back seat of the sketch. I had one car. line. Yeah. I had one line. And then when I was like, no, you know what? Actually, I'd rather, I'd rather be the driver in this right. sketch. Um, the, the other two, um, dicks that <laughs> like assholes, I'm not, I'm not mad. No, they, we should talk a little bit about this first. Okay? Yeah. Cause, cause grudge comedy was well before UCB started. Yeah. And, and yeah. Grudge comedy was a weekly show. They asked LCID. me to do it at, you know, right. comedy death ray and grudge comedy were the two hit shows in town. Mm -hmm. They wanted me to do it at UCB. I decided not to mm -hmm. because I felt like it was, I felt like I didn't, I didn't want to be lumped in and I, I, I yeah, didn't feel like the a, space, the space sucks, right. you know, actually. You become a part of someone else's thing as opposed right. to your own, which right. Grass Comedy was always your thing. Right. And we like, had a deal, which yeah. was, um, for the first year they wouldn't have a Monday night show because we gave them every act they had That's and true. every connection they had. And it was, I totally a, forgot yeah. about that. Holy shit. Yeah. It's, it, wow. and slowly, but surely not that slowly, they basically turned it around and, um, right. just, um, I never existed. They, and the, actually it was, a, it was a thing that I'd, I read somewhere. Um, one of, one of the UCB idiots, like, um, was saying like, you know, garbage comedy and they, they wanted to bump me out because I didn't, I didn't want to go, go with them and all this wow. stuff. And it's just, they, they, they have a, like a whole like outward policy about crushing other shows and all of this stuff. It's just, wow. it's like a, it is a brigade. I mean, it honestly, they have, <laughs> and it's, it's just so they're also like, uh, they're solely delusional. Like there's no, it's just, a, it's a business. Like they all have like Besser yeah, is like a is. good businessman. He That's it. A good businessman. Honestly, it's not, it's, it's sad like how 
you know, it, fitting though, like the person that we're talking about, um, is, is I'm sure still sort of like, yeah, sir, can I, you know, scrub the toilet? And he's never, you know what I mean? He's not right. ever going to, he's not really the, like, he's kind of like, like an approval junkie, you know what I mean? So he's kind of right. like, a, he loves the attaboys and like, he's going to be, move on from that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was just, too, was too oblique. it is weird. And I don't, I, mean, it's like, I don't even know what I'm, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, sorry. I, I right. just feel like I. But here's the thing, um, the credit thing. I'm glad nobody really has acknowledged it. Uh, that I was like, oh, I mentor or whatever. Right. Um, but it's just like, okay, don't acknowledge it, but please don't like go one step farther and be like, she's crazy. No one should work with her. You know that. That's what I was saying. They wanted me to direct these guys. Basically, were like, no, she's absolutely nuts. Like, no one should ever work with her. Blah blah blah. She yeah. stole. She. They said that I stole everything from them they said that, that they wrote my sketches that you know it was just like which is not true but yeah and i get what i deserve too because um for so many years i'd been um just you know because i did shows 10 years before garage oh, comedy yeah. for years and years and years and stand up at the time i remember hearing stories you told me about doing stand up at the comedy store like, yeah but I, it was you know, never stand up it was just like you know we're performing. yeah How no i know but it was that's the weird that's why i did garage comedies because everyone was like you're too theatrical for a comedy really? club yeah they would say that like you're too theatrical like jamie masada would always be like how old are you and and i would tell him and then he'd be like you should talk about sex more and you're too theatrical <laughs> you know oh. and he's that's so funny because like i feel like some of the stand-up there's so many great people who are like really lauded as stand-ups right now and a lot of them who are i'm like this person is just they're just talking. They're not really. Yeah. There's no theater in what they do. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of people who do have a lot of theater in what they do, and those people are great. But I feel like that's like where I find like a lot of stand-ups who are popular is boring is because there, there's no there's no drama in what they're doing. There's no like stake. There's no high and low. Right. It's just like right. I'm clever. I'm smart. Right. Because it's you know that when the alternative comedy scene, which is basically just means notebook on stage, right. uh, came in and then broke it down. It's like you Vatican know. too, right? Yeah. <laughs> open the windows. You know, open the windows. Let some air in here. We're going to show you how the how the sausage is made. That's what that's all yeah, alternative comedy exactly, was. Exactly. Yeah. It was we're, just hey, we're not going to be right. super polished. Right. So then that actually, so then it swung and the pendulum swung that way. So then, but then there's this this like. Like swarm of people that just thought that that's what comedy was is oh, that yeah. they, they're getting up on stage and to the point where it's just like, dude, please go go get a therapist, you know. And like, I don't want to hear about your back hurts or whatever, or yeah. it's cold in here. I mean, you know. Right. So that and then so that I was like, people people weren't even they didn't care even if the audience is entertained at all. They had no consciousness right. of like how you know. And then so comedy got a bad about, name. It's just like yeah, the sort of the pendulum swing of alternative comedy be, to be. Where it's like, yeah, yeah, it's never no, your fault. People were people didn't um, give a shit about the audience. They didn't care if it was entertaining. It was it was the, they were up there as their therapy. It was and if you if you didn't like it, then you're just not alternative enough, man, or whatever, right. you know. And so I I feel like I I wanted to make it like a show, you know. I wanted to yeah. make it like prepared and like you know or or just something that moves really fast and because people. Nobody wants to go see a fuck stupid comedy, like stand up comedy show. Hey, come to my show. Like, nobody, yeah. people hate comedians. They hate <laughs> them. They fucking hate them. The, the guy in the office that has a fucking comedy show that's trying true. to get the, the, the every guy in the, every office mm -hmm. that is trying stand up comedy. And so he goes to the comedy store and, oh, he's got to get two guests. And then, you know, and then it just spreads this evil that people yeah. people are it's it disgusts people it makes their skin crawl the com, a stand-up comedy is well, just, especially bad which but is the, mostly bad yeah, yeah which is 
90% of the case. Right. Bad comedy is like a thing where it's, there's no greater sin. <laughs> and it's just, it's like people. It's like being raped in a way. Yeah, it is. It's like it's, you're being raped by something that's not touching you. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, it's so, yeah, there's something weird about that. There's like the terror, the terror of bad comedy. It's like a thing that's hard to describe. It's because you're you're unloading your shit on people. It's not you're not doing it for them. You're not you're they're not they're not entertainers. They're not performers. They're not you know it's mm-hmm. you know and th- anyway it, that drove me nuts and it still has a a bad you know stink. I mean there's no there's no like full right. regular comedy shows. You know there shouldn't be. They should all die. Like it shouldn't <laughs> be. You should you know. It, yeah. Um. But. You know, and then I, I actually... Well, that, that was really about grudge comedy, is that it was always... I was always weird and unique stuff yeah. that was... Uh, I mean, th- there's so many things. It's hard to even describe, because so many people did that show. Thousands, did yeah. so many yeah. different things. I remember uh, I remember when Rob Delaney first did it, mm-hmm. and you were like, oh, no stand-up. And he was like, <laughs> um, okay. And he pulled something out of his ass, and it was fucking hilarious what yeah. he did. Mm-hmm. All because he was told he can't do this thing that he was normally to do, but it was great. Yeah, and that, ha- that happened to so many different people where it was like, oh, no, I, there's literally no stand up on the show. Yeah, and when someone was forced to do something uncomfortable because they had to, yeah, they always almost like ninety percent of the time or more, it was something really great. Yeah, and super spontaneous and amazing that came out of that because they were breaking out of what they're they're kind of yeah and i i that i think i pushed and helped a lot of people with that but i also feel like i if i saw something that i'd never seen before i would just be like yes yeah rather but i didn't care if no one laughed you know i don't care i didn't care if they walked the crowd audience or anything i'd rather be like i've never seen that before you know like i'm trying to think of like um there's this guy that did a one-man band thing I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say I for I'll, I'll think of it. But yeah. um, he was so horrible. And it was just like he <laughs> yeah, was so bad. Who were pretty there bad. was a lot of bad, but yeah. it was all different. No matter what, it was all different, you know. And if it, but if it was bad, though, wasn't like terrifying in the sense where like you're talking about like stand up comedy where someone's telling you about themselves. It was bad in the sense where you mean uncomfortable of, or. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't uncomfortable bad. It was just bad. Like if something was bad, it wasn't like a thing where you're uncomfortable because of it. It's more just like bad because it didn't work out I, like, no that's what yeah i'm yeah. saying there's a lot of fails there's yeah. a lot of fails but it was there's a lot of experimenting and there's that a lot of great. yeah exactly it was yeah. very it's i loved it i would definitely anybody that was gonna do something like completely weird i was mm-hmm. like yes cool because i just get bored and i hate i used to just militantly hate stand-up and right um i got i changed that you know like people like you know uh eric charles nelson yeah. or whatever they kind of you know, like debated me enough to where I would be like, okay, you're right. You know, Eric there is loves to debate. Yeah, he that we, you know, we he likes to debate less now. I think because he's. Oh. Uh, Did somebody punch him or? No, no I think he's because he's married. Oh, he's married. Yeah. Oh and my. He has a he has a wife who I believe yes. he has sex with. So. Wow. I think it's uh. Nice. You know, he's still Eric Charles Nielsen, but he's yeah. definitely cool. He's not the same Eric Charles Nielsen that you Does and I know. He have the professor patches on his elbows yet? Oh, or? he's still Eric Charles. Oh, Nielsen. okay, I okay, just mean good, He's yeah. not quite as. You know, there is something to be said about a person who is in a place that I, I'd say when we <laughs> these are like I was, well, well, yeah. I was, I was, I was uh, experimenting with mic technique. You know, if someone's in a bad place, they tend to be more reactive about things that aren't as important, like arguing about the shape of tables on a message board. I don't think it does that <laughs> yeah, as much I, anymore. But, ECN. Yeah. 
yeah um yeah whatever and i, I forgot what we're talking about and who yeah. cares history again right. memory lane eight nine five oh yeah let me say that yes yeah, I, I i was listening to ryan flynn's interview and i mean he's great awesome um but yeah i if we're gonna go down memory lane it has to be a posted speed limit of 95 miles an hour mm-hmm. no no stopping zone you know so if somebody hears something they're interested in hearing more about then i don't know i don't know start a message board yeah whatever <laughs> blog it blog it for this <laughs> Um, cause I, I think that was the one, th- oh yeah, I was, you know, credit is for corpses, uh, memory lane, speed limit, uh, ARD. Yeah. Those are the things I wanted to make sure that we, about. that we set some ground rules because I, other than that, I have funny things. I, I, yeah. I'm a living person. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I don't resent anybody that has gotten famous from anything that I've done in some way or right. however much help, you know, um, I'm, I was upset about being kind of labeled as crazy but i now know that i actually it's like it was a disorder that was not um it was undiagnosed and it was it's very rare it's very strange also crazy is good in a way but it's not but like a, a blanket crazy yeah, is not good crazy. Mar- yeah maria banford talks about this a lot i saw her recently talking about it about how people always get called crazy and how terrible it is just how like what a horrible thing to say yeah, to someone. yeah i know they yeah call them, you don't say like someone's like Oh, look at that retarded person. Or look at that person with like a broken leg. Yeah. It's like a, you have a legit, it's a legitimate thing that we're, yeah. Yeah. I just, it's, it, and, but they're, they couldn't have labeled. I mean, people, I would appreciate it when people would say more specific things about like, like weird. you're a train wreck. Oh, cool. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You, you're an yeah. out of control uh, locomotive on fire, you know, like right. that would be great. You know, like one time Craig Anton came up to me and he's like, just put his arm around me. He's like, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like and he meant like my whole everything and, yeah. and i appreciated that and he and i one time i was whatever um i can't say but i was late at night uh and uh i i just thought like because craig Enzo was always trying to like take me you know help me out whatever i, I pre i mean i know yeah. what he's trying to do and um but he, I wrote him this email one night, um, just saying like, "Hey, Craig, you know what? You're right. I, I should be more professional." And I just, <laughs> I, did, I just laid it out like how like important right. it was to be professional. And I was laughing. I just did it as a joke for me. But right. the next time he saw me, he was like, "I'm so glad you said all that to me. I've always believed in you. I thought you're talented." And then I felt really bad. It's like, it's like, whoa, you know, I, I'm looking back at these tapes, like especially you and I performing. Right. At the time, I had, I was just, I didn't think, I, I was always like. Oh man, I wish, I wish, you know, I have to, I have to do this whole show just so that people will let me be in a show. (laughs) You know what I mean? I didn't (laughs) think if I would, you know what I mean? I had to go, I had to work so hard because I feel like I would never have been a person that people would pick to be on a show or like give me stage time or let me be involved. Like, you know, so when I looked back at these tapes, um, I was like, whoa, Oh my God, I'm actually talented. Like I'm, yeah. I, you know, and I was actually funny and I was like, whoa, holy shit. I, I had no idea. I was so, I, I just, I was so insecure. And like when we would like rehearse together, I was like, right. it was hard for me to, I was just like blown away at like how talented you were. I was just like, it was just like a cannon that would come at me. Like I couldn't believe like, you know, and, and, um, it's just, I don't know. It's that a lot of the stuff I'm just unraveling mm-hmm. pretty recently. Like as far as like what what was caused by the fact what that went on. yeah, what went on? <laughs> what because I I've been trying to I, I'm like a good friend, uh, oh, like an old okay an acquaintance, um said to me who's a very successful person. He was like the Billboard King of Los Angeles. He made like the the fat dude, the black fat dude 
Billboard, big boy, big billboard. Boy. Big yeah, and he, and he actually <laughs> he actually thought of putting the, the the money dick that he was sucking on it. Like the you know how the big boy um, billboard in on like um, La Cienega um, had oh. it had like it, a graffiti artist. Okay, oh, he was holding right. my, he had, they had drawn a gigantic cock that was like had money symbols all over it. The big boy was like putting into his mouth but that was on purpose that was on purpose and um this but this guy was like a really successful successful right. billboard king such a funny yeah like a, such an old school mogul i know but he's an artist actually and he but he's but that's but he's right. successful in, in the, right. that way that so he told me that um the only way to be successful is to be a failure and well that's definitely true that's yeah what, i mean i've since taken um Leslie Kahn's acting class i i heard that on the duncan trussell yeah. thing yeah and they, yeah uh, you know that's the whole yeah. that's what they preach and all this, all this, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of replete if you think about it, but it's yeah. true. Yeah. You have to be willing to fail. Otherwise you, if you're trying to do it right, you'll never do it right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You'll fuck, Cause you're like, the stakes are too high. It's too important. It's like, uh, it's like yeah. how you drop something that's, you always drop the things that are the most breakable. Cause you're like, Oh, right. oh be right. careful, be careful. And psh, it breaks. But if you just, I believe uh 38 special said it best with <laughs> hang on loosely. <laughs> <laughs> that song hang on loosely yeah hang on loose <laughs> yeah that song but. um yeah it's true i mean and but in the thing is like i didn't even i had to teach myself everything like just like basic human skills and i'm right. just now kind of learning like being a mother is like whoa it's it's really yeah. i know what i'm supposed to do it's just like sometimes i don't have the feeling like you know that maybe you're supposed to have me maybe chris has something <laughs> anyway uh i feel like i'm so like glad that i just i it's such an epic failure just so humiliating like just they're like i think you're making a bigger thing about i don't know how that's the case i feel like um you know i okay i, I went well, from uh, I mean, living in like abandoned school buses and right. like hollowed out pits like uh, uh, hunting for squirrels for this food like when and you were young yeah and right. and like no literally like a feral child like with nothing and no one and i went from that to like making like a hundred thousand dollars a year wait can we can winning, like slow it down like, yeah talk about that real quick but the memory lane okay yeah this is yeah. so much memory lane it's okay like about who you are i know because okay well that yeah that is okay I see that's what, what saying. i'm saying yeah but i don't want to I mean, like i just want to ask you about because like well, you, I know you really well. I've known you for a long time, but listeners don't really. Know I know, you. but that's okay because I, I think if anybody is actually interested in any of that, right. I, like we can. But I. But you have a great. You have an amazing story. Like, I have a lot of them. From. I have, I have probably countless hours of, but I don't want to be story right. girl like that is about like you know, yeah. and I also don't want anyone to benefit from like don't bite my failures and don't bite my character. That's mine, no, bitches. Like I don't fuck mean off. That. No, yeah, no, no. I mean, just like you came from. Like your family background, like where you came from and stuff. Yeah, I don't have I, nothing, no one, nowhere. You, I know, I'm not from anywhere. All, all over. Where, where was you born? Uh, where, where was you born? <laughs> where was you born, Vals? I, 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 I mean, it doesn't. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. No, I wasn't born in the South. Okay. No, I was born in Washington, in Washington. Olympia, Washington. But it doesn't matter because I was only there for a couple of months, right, and then I was went, uh, place to place to place, all foster you, homes. All I want you to do is just tell me that one time. I remember we were getting out of your car. We yeah. parked in Hollywood. We we're going to. A party at Morgan Murphy's house, and you were talking about how you used to shit in pipes. I yeah, like, I shit down a hole in a I pipe. I was yeah. about that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's one of the many. I'm like, well, yeah, Val used to shit in a pipe. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of weird things. That that's when pretty I, badass. That, that show, oh, Hoarders, like basically, but if you put like dog shit and roaches and rats in Hoarders, and mm -hmm. then, you know, and I spent like almost 10 years developing the, a cartoon about it. That was that was also embarrassing failure. And then... um the, the the latchkey kids yeah yeah um anyway there's a lot it's 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 uh it was i had to re you keep going at 95 miles an hour yeah i'm okay. sorry i'm sorry uh that was a rest stop but 
Because, um, like, you, well, what I'm trying to say here is that, like, um, and all, you're not, statistically speaking, you probably would not be alive or definitely yeah, yeah. not be successful at all. But you've, you somehow, you know how, like, when, like, something comes in, when, like, a rocket comes into the earth, there's, like, a 1% window that has to hit, otherwise it will burn up or it will deflect? Yeah. Like, technically, your upbringing, or it's not even an upbringing, the way, no, the, yeah. the time that, but I, I think what it, you went through yeah. growing up, well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't even be around, you know? I don't I mean? know. I feel like, like that's, you, I'm so lucky to have grown up like I don't that think because you're it's, just lucky. I, no, no, I, I'm like, I have a lucky. rare character, right. rare personality, yeah. and, a, and a, a weird, like, drive and all of this thing well, and yeah, then you're incredibly smart but no i mean it's just something that i was Which only for i whatever yeah <laughs> forged from that yeah um a lot of that i was that was what i had that was my money in my grist. pocket that was that was me that's what i took like right you know and um it's i think i'm i feel so lucky because it's it's so strange and um mm-hmm. and i was able to, that helped me a lot it helped me a lot it helped me for about 30 years but right. then it started to crumble like to where it's like not having human feelings, just being a, a brain in a balloon on a string was not helping me anymore. You know, where it, it did help me. Like I, I could have been um, a 16 year old mom, you know, right. in, in like any number of rural communities, like just hate raped the, you know, raperia, whatever, What's like raperia? <laughs> that's what? just something I mean, just I like all that. these, like basically everybody, every place other than maybe Los Angeles and in, in this a country right. is basically it's just like a uh, hate rape town raperias like they base it's just like these rural towns they're just filled with like hatred and jealousy Backward, and yeah it's just it's invalid- it, yeah it yeah is, that is definitely the truth where it's something where it's hard for people to believe who live outside of that like that it's, it's, it's not, everywhere it's, it's not just yeah. everywhere it's normal it is normal like, this it, is a yeah. normal thing yeah people are just dumb and they just are stuck and, and they're locked yeah. into trash and hate and they don't even realize that it's yeah something they, pe- that people cannot, live don't have to be a part of live in these um trash filled clutter filled cat piss smelling houses they 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 live for zoloff like you know like what a, um what was that one that they they love those bars the uh zannies Zan- Zan- yeah bars. they love the pills They're they love deadening. yeah they just and they just like they it's just this like tight confined cat piss tunnel that is just you know and they just are you know their tv and their and their yeah. pills and um it's everywhere it's everywhere Complete. and yeah and then if if you dare to go beyond like let's say you if you're a, a woman and you you know, you decide to have some sort of like pride or independence right. or whatever. Um, you just, they'll just hate rape, hate rape you until you are shamed into what they, you know, what yeah. is normal. And that's everywhere. And especially in the South and, you yeah. know, and like I, the town that I spent the most time in growing up, whatever is, um, like the same area that, you know, Kurt Cobain, the, all that, those, the, the logger town, like they, yeah, it's very, yeah, it's bleak. Yeah, it's bleak, but it's the the mentality is just that um you don't you don't diverge from it. Like women have to wear men's clothes, for example, yeah. like in public it's almost and if you if you don't, if you wear if you um get pretty pretty. Yeah, anything. Mm-hmm. They they will they will try to drag you into the girls into a restroom and how rape you. Yeah. Dare you. Yes, how dare you? How yeah. Dare. Yeah, but anyway, that I don't even know why right. I was But going I was off talking about how the those circumstances that the circumstances you grew up in are pretty hard to overcome. But it's not about overcoming. Move beyond or to like... No, it's not about that either. What is it then? You tell Uh, me. 
I feel so. so okay, here's the thing. Okay, I this uh, book I read when I, I right. and I don't know that it's something about class system. You know, right. like where like there's the um, middle class, there's the super rich, and then there's like this dropout X factor. People that are so poor sure. that they have the time. Their time is their own. Untouchable. You know? Not untouchable. No, no. Okay. no. It's almost like idle rich, but idle poor, you know? Right, okay. Yeah, so exactly. I feel like I, so I've actually had this weird phenomenon where a lot of people that I have bonded with have been super rich, you know, like where it's like they're people right. that have their time as their own and no one has ever told them that they can't do something. No one's ever told me that I can't do anything right. I wanted to do. I was able to do and I, so that's why I feel lucky is like, yeah. I don't have voices in my head, like telling me not to do things. I've never, you know, I I have to fail because I don't have any skills. You're unprogrammed. Yeah, I exactly. You're like Sun Ra. Yes. And I still, I still, I feel so lucky for that. I've never, right. never compromised that little kid in me that is, you know, and I've never let anybody, you know, like I've never been indoctrinated. I've never, right. you know, all of that. I'm just so I've lucky. I've been indoctrinated. <laughs> Can I tell you what happened to me you? last night? Yeah. Oh, I'm totally indoctrinated. I mean, I mean I've gone, moved beyond it to some extent but not i mean i guess if, if you're aware of your indoctrination that's pretty that's pretty good if you're aware of it at least you know what i mean like you're aware of like oh that's an, the reason i think this way is because it's of some type of indoctrination hmm. or the reason i def, i my, my reflex thinking on something is oh that's indoctrination but I, you can move beyond that like yesterday i was i did a show on hollywood boulevard at io I was walking to Scooby's afterwards, but they were close. <laughs> yes. And there Scoobies. was some like there was some like uh, you know street street guy, street kid. Mm-hmm. As Hollywood Boulevard's filled with them, and he had dirty as shit. Had a backpack, had a guitar, and he was just like playing his guitar as he walked. Definitely drunk or high or something. You know, he was, yeah. he was having a good, he was having a good one. And he was playing this song, just like singing some fucking song. And uh, you know, everyone's scared of him. Everyone wants to, doesn't want to touch him. But I noticed his his jacket's falling, his backpack. I was like, hey. Your, your jacket's falling on your backpack. He's like, oh, oh, thanks, man. Keep on doing that. Keep on being that way. I'm like, no problem. <laughs> so I keep on don't, not being afraid. Yeah. And then I think I somehow caught up with him again some, through some other way. And I was like, I was just like, hey, how, I, don't, I think I asked him, like, because he had a southern accent. I was like, where are you from? He's like, I'm from uh, Knoxville. I'm just a street, blah, 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 street kid. I do this thing. And I'm like, I'm just, you know, I'm crazy. I usually do this drunk when I'm just kind of mumbling. And it was like, I was like, okay, cool. And I kept walking. He's like, I used to be a yuppie like you. <laughs> I was like, oh God! It's like, and he said it, and he said it really loud. And I was like, God, am I a yuppie? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I remember I kind of feel like a yuppie in some sense in that way. I remember when you yeah. when you were like, Hey Val, I found the shoes that I'm gonna have oh, yeah. for the rest of my life. You know, and I remember. Like, th- oh, I think about that like, all that the time. Kind of Johnny P. I think yeah. about that all the time. But guess what? They yeah. can't get those shoes anymore. What <laughs> kind of shoes were those, by the way? These, like, there were these these, these like uh, old like old nikes like from the 80s what i thought yeah. it was a brand of shoe i thought it was a brand not, oh, not no, nike. It the nike air internationalist b was the shoe really i yeah. thought it was something uh i remember them being like Maybe. some kind of man's leather shoe like a oh. like a like a, these you know like you have to buy <laughs> these you know they're handcrafted or some oh, I don't crap think like that. you have to mail them in when they're when you need them fixed or whatever you know really yeah i thought it was some like some Either anyway way, it's a dumb thing to say I, no i, I th- think about that a lot though that i said <laughs> that because I'm like, oh, that's such a, and you were like, you were giving me shit like, oh yeah, yeah, just yeah, settle in. You found him. Now you're good now. You're good. You can just go settle in. You're fine now. And I was like, oh, that's like, because you were like making fun of like, yeah, that was such like a like a casual remark I made, but you were like giving me shit for how it being sounding like this sort of um, what is the word like you know like utopian, uh, unchanging kind of th- 
like you're like same. you're filling in the slots for like Shangri-La. not settling but yeah like like you have a certain amount of slots that you need to fill in yeah. for, it's almost like a life profile <laughs> you know <laughs> like, okay i got the yeah. shoes now yeah shoes done yeah, okay what it's else like now King song Shangri-La, you know <laughs> No, I don't it's know. A, it's a song where it's basically making fun of the middle class. Like, you know, like, you, you sit back by your own rocking chair. You do not worry. You do not care. You're in your Shangri-La. You have, like, your TV. You have your... Right. Everything's taken care Cocoon. of. You're all good. You can yeah. just relax now. Yeah. And just idle, just while out the day, the rest of your life. And right. Slide slowly comfort, into your grave, comfort. into your comfort, your pillow yeah. grave. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's like a comfort thing. Yeah. I always resented comfort and I, don't, I re- resented comfort seekers. I, I don't right. resent them now. I don't have as much anger as I used to, you know, and I and it's it's good. You're punk. Oh, you're like an actual <laughs> punk. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what. Yeah, the, you're a punk. Well, I guess. I don't know. But I'm kind of a punk. But you are? Not, I'm yeah. like a bullshit punk. I'm like a suit punk. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, uh, like a suit punk. Uh, what's that store? The store in the mall that has punk rock clothes. Oh, I'm, I'm hot topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I'm just kidding. No, oh, that's mean. I'm, I want to be punk, not, but I can't not. be punk because I feel like I feel like having a bowel disease is hard to be a punk. <laughs> You know, because you have I, to plan. Yeah, because like yeah. I want to be a punk, but oh. that's really punk, though. If you think about it, I mean, it what is? would? Yeah, the, yeah, I guess you're right. Would, if you just exploded every all, the, that's that guy. Or that, if I just shit everywhere. Yeah, all the time yeah. and just like, ugh, the like problem is angry. It feels bad though, because then you get like rashes on your ass if you're like sitting in shit. So it's like, oh, well, you, I, yeah, yeah, I guess I you're right. Pu- I just can't. Yeah, be punk. You have to. <laughs> yeah there's I some maintenance yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't have you can't have you yeah. have to be healthy to be a punk to some extent yeah you're right yeah it's well, hard to it's, be an unhealthy got, punk yeah it's, it's hard to be an older punk too you yeah. can't really yeah it's not it's it only has a well, like short shelf life it does punking or whatever i don't yeah. know what that i don't know but it's fun to think about because that's a word that gets thrown around quite a bit punk punk yeah just like the idea of being yeah. punk or like being against the system when yeah. chances are you're probably just yeah you're locked in yeah you're, you're locked in on that punk tit right yeah that uh yeah anti-establishment stuff yeah being I don't know. part of the anti-establishment yeah. establishment. <laughs> <laughs> um oh by the way this is my last wig holy shit Do you remember this this is the wig that um, oh is that that's tammy uh the flight attendant one yeah yeah oh, that wig was great this is it. I I I actually got to you the point. You had a ton of wigs. Yeah, I had like eighty wigs, oh, yeah. and I was gonna do this thing, wigs the musical, the show, and I, I actually this. had started. I did start doing it at the Hyperion Tavern, where I had wigs attached to fishing lines right. all over with pulleys, and the wigs would come down on the audience, and like um, I was trying to get it to where I, they could actually settle on someone's head, right? You know, and like where you could like step into a wig, into character, step out, pulling it. You know, I got it pretty close, like as far as using the Hyperion right. to test it, and and then I you know and then i had these um mannequin head made the things made for me mm-hmm. um but I, actually i'm not going to talk about that because i might actually still do that still do yeah but this is my last wig it's like and i they're all it's gone Some, it was sad for a long time because i was losing all my wigs and where would they go different place some people tried to steal my wigs really? like a couple times i tried to like um like f- what's that fucking uh midnight show guy um uh he's nice mike some, bush yeah mike bush and then what was his roommate guy uh I don't know. one of his roommates guess. stole one of my be- favorite oh. wigs and it took me months to hunt it down things like that wigs have a and uh, shankman took a lot of my wigs you know really? i know he won't admit it i got some of them back like smelling and unbrushed and um, i might have one of your wigs yeah i don't want them back it's okay. cool they they they're like let them like ships sail out there it's fine it's just it what it it's just represents like it used to be so sad to me like the my looking at my wigs and like what was left of them and and i just couldn't i didn't have the heart to put them on and it was just you know because it used to be there's just like 
like I could just a wig would make me feel better no matter what you know and it's just well because you could be a character you yeah could be someone else but yeah. just alone though I mean I would just mm-hmm. like put wigs on and you know I, yeah I should, I should put more wigs on I guess it's this is a beautiful thing a wig you know it's just <laughs> but, I remember when we did the um we did the garage oh, I, I won't talk about this for for sure because we went to in 2007 we went to the yeah. HBO what was it exactly it HBO was the, comedy Fest? it was called the comedy festival but they didn't want to say HBO because they were giving it to Turner or something TBS yeah whatever it, what it was a comedy festival in yeah. Las Vegas mm-hmm. 2007 it was at Caesars Mm-hmm. There was a bunch of stuff going on. It was a, we it was had, a legitimate thing. Yeah, it's it huge. Thing. Yeah, we got to. People. They gave us. They let us do walk around um, performance, and they gave cool. us like a bunch of theater shows. And yeah, I was going to say, Ryan Flynn rooms. was really nice to like let me remain involved in that. Like, um, you know, he's such a great person. He he's so nice, and mm-hmm. because I was like fucking insane, like and like I we used to, we had in the beginning some meetings with HBO, like yeah. him and I, and and then I had like the, a big meeting, and that's where I like completely embarrassed myself, and they just kind of like didn't really involve me after that, except for just sort of CC. I embarrassed myself too. I went to a <laughs> meeting with a wig on. That oh yeah. Yeah, I was like fucking around, like joking. I was in character. At a meeting, and I was just—it wasn't a meeting. We were just hanging out at the bar, and I was like, "I'm gonna wear this wig and yeah. be a weirdo." I mean, this day, I think like <laughs> the, the meeting that I had at the the loft downtown. Okay, yeah. that big meeting, and like that guy that I was like I mixed up so. about, like thinking, "Oh, you know, this is like the dad I never had." Robert Meyer. Yeah, he made everyone sign like NDAs, and he uh, did. He, he made me make everyone. He was—he was telling. Anyway, yeah, there's guy, a lot of embarrassment, guy. but Ryan Flynn like um was still so cool. Just like. Like they treated me like an equal, even though it was it was all Ryan. Like I mean, I had that's a lot to do with it, but that's not true. You know, but I I, I don't know how you can say that because Ryan did all his stuff at your shows, and he was it was like there's no reason to think you were not you were the same, but you were definitely an equal. I don't know how oh, you no. can think that. I don't know about that. I I don't I don't I like disagree. I was I mean I I definitely had a lot to I mean I I put a lot into to garage right. comedy and everything and all the things all the things I did and Ryan Flynn was the greatest guy to work with because he would do whatever you wanted and I did whatever I wanted and yeah, it came together and it, it worked you know and yeah. and the the festival the comedy thing I like had just like kind of screwed up like I can't I couldn't do the 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 executives like I would always fuck it up in some way and Ryan was great because he just kind of like he's awesome he can totally deal with that side of you know but it started to kind of like decline from there to where the the weird problems I had like the, this this studio I lived in, um, right. I lived in like a dressing room, and like this guy that it was like thought he was my mentor. He was just insane, and yeah. just like it was just got to, to this weird point where I was just. And then he was like, make uh, he one day asked Ryan for like electricity money, and Ryan just kind of like like took his computer and left because we were gonna like we had yeah. he had the computer set up to where all the tapes that we had somebody we could just like take shifts like just digitize yeah them. exactly yeah. and it would have been cool and it was a cool setup yeah it would have been cool but you know i i was i ruined it because i just i had this 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 disorder that i didn't know mm-hmm. um i constantly was like trying to seek out like um a f- this family thing would always yeah. trick me and it but just ruined it he was a creep. He was, but he actually never, it was, he didn't hit on me ever. Right. And it was, and, it, and his, his name was, his last name was Meyer. <laughs> and he, name. yeah. And it was just well, like, subtly same. I just thought same. like, oh yeah, I just, it was like, cool. Like he doesn't yeah. hit on me. I don't know. Like for some reason I needed like that sort of, and then he also like, <laughs> I don't know. He was, 
that was just so I don't even nuts. Like, why would I? Why would I do that? And I just I was starving there. He, you know, and and yeah, it definitely helped out a lot. But also, no, it didn't help. It well, was no, I mean, bad. It didn't I mean the very when you first met him? Because didn't you have to leave your place because of? Uh, I but I didn't I have remember. to live. He tricked me because um yeah there okay. the, there was another um loft in the same complex right. where they these guys would have given guys, me yeah, yeah because they're cool yeah they would they would only charge me like 400 bucks and i would have my own level of one right. loft and but i was paying like 1200 for robert meyer and um and then at, the, at some point um i couldn't afford rent anymore I, I went through i had all the savings from having that tv show i was right. able to live on that for almost three years which is awesome but yeah. um then i was starting to just to pay the rent the studio by booking events there and things right. like that but i was paying the whole rent you know right. and he's still it, anyway it's really stupid i like this this problem i've had like undiagnosed ard und, yeah <laughs> ard 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 has been um this it's just like the linchpin it, it's really been you know such a like hit uh, like a hurdle that i had i didn't even i wasn't even aware when did you when did you first uh find out recently yeah it was how did you find out um i saw a documentary on netflix really yeah um, was it about that mm -mm, it, well, it was about happiness i, I can't remember the name. Is I it can, called happiness i think it uh, was I, I can look blue, it up it's the blue right no blue that's background? not it no okay, it's not no. it it's, it's it was a, a comp, uh, pbs okay 10 PBS part series line? on emotions or actually chris um i we'll i can look on pause. netflix we'll yeah quick we'll take a quick commercial break Please hold while your call is being transferred. Block your call. I have no clue. I was born in '89. A simulacrum means Happy Kim Trail Day. Yes, that was my supervisor. Johnny, hold that thought. I can't tell you that over the phone. Do you want to get struck by lightning? Twisting the wind with Johnny Pemberton on Feral Audio. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you gonna check it out? Okay. <laughs> That was a pretty good, like, little... That's a quick one, yeah. That's what we call it. A turn of phrase, I believe that's what we used to call it back in the day. Right, 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 And we're back. Val Myers on the adjustable double couch. Johnny P. Twisting the Wind. What we didn't get a chance to talk about, what we were talking about, we are talking about the 2007 thing. Oh, yeah. This is the thing I always think about, and it becomes even more and more... I don't know what the word uncanny or something as the time goes on, but what you did with Twitter during oh. that festival yeah. was so mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. So you had Brody Stevens mm -hmm. on stage. The silent heckler. Yeah. Yeah. Silent mm -hmm. heckler. And mm -hmm. this was like in the infancy of Twitter. Mm -hmm. This yeah. was like, mm -hmm. that's a long time. Yeah. As technology goes. Yeah. But you were so keen to it and knew all about it. Yeah. They had all of us on there with our phones texting in tweets to mm -hmm. this live stream right. that was posted behind Brody mm -hmm. and he would deal with the heckles. Right. But yeah. Yeah. It, but the, yeah, there, we made a short code that the audience that was there present could actually right. text on their phone and it would end up on the screen that mm -hmm. on the, on the show that they were watching. But it was also, uh, cast live to an audience at home who could see the same tweets on their screen and and also they could you they know obviously text. tweet in you know yeah. <laughs> tweet in yeah and then um brody was the best at, at the silent heckler I, right. I let a lot of people try it because i would i was i spent a lot of time like you know experimenting with well, it because brody's naturally defensive <laughs> <laughs> brody's great he's great uh he's the best he's uh, the ultimate 
but he was the best because of his timing was impeccable and he would he just has that like um certain like you know subtextual like clowniness to him that to where he's like arg oh that my nose couldn't you think of a better heckle you know so he was he actually ended up being the king of the silent heckler like Mm -hmm. we made we gave him the you know the theater show with it so but that was that was at that gala show thing but it's so crazy to think about that because Twitter's become such like an institution in comedy now. It is. I've been away for a long time. Well, it's basically like every comedian. If you don't, if you're a comedian without a Twitter, oh, you're see, either famous, yeah. yeah, and you just don't care for it, or yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think that's probably it. The only people, the only person I know who's a comedian who's not on Twitter is Zach Galifianakis. Mm-hmm. That's because he's like doesn't see. The, he's not interested in. Doesn't it, need to be. Yeah, which yeah. He's probably right. Right. You know? Um. Well, but that was like yeah. so ahead of its time. Yeah, and yeah, and I actually, you know, it's the great thing is, um, I don't have any like resentment towards right. any of that stuff. Like, uh, I just, I feel like, um, I have so many things that I was able to develop during that time right. that have yet to have been hatched that I won't even mention, but I will say that they that I still have lots of things on the cusp and I'm, I'm almost there to the point where I'm like back, like financially and I, like I'm a human being now. So I have like, you know, feet, legs <laughs> and I can, but I still have all that stuff. That's all in my pocket, all the stuff that no one ever took from me. And that, I mean, it's awesome. Like I feel so lucky, you know, because I, you know, one to go from zero to, to something, it's like you have, it's, it's like a journey that once you make it, it's mm-hmm. pretty easy to know how to get back there, you know? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. That's one thing. And then, but the other thing is, is that, um, not only do I have the, like those things, ideas that, that not just ideas, like things that I actually tested, you know, mm-hmm. along the same time with all of that. And I, I don't want to say anything about it, but, um, I have. Say something about it. <laughs> no, I don't want to say anything. Yeah. But, <laughs> about, yeah. Say something about it. Something about it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, then I also have a lot of um, just new things in the in the queue that I'm going right. to get to the point of like, you know, having a, I mean, a lab the, like this. This will become like my little lab. I mean, it doesn't have to be like that anymore. So right? it's like, you know how they, um, the CIA gets nervous when Al Qaeda is quiet for a while? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It means and, like, and, oh, there hasn't been any terrorist attacks in a while. Wonder why? Oh, they must have given up. No. <laughs> yeah, the exactly. They're, yeah, they're, they're they're building the big one. Yeah, this time I'll know. The, uh, I know the, uh, what not to do. The yeah. Ramadan strike. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. the Tet Offensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chinese oh. New Year. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm like I'm almost there, and I don't. I know not. I know now. One of the things I've learned is not to ever say anything about you know, like don't don't let your notebook show. Don't let your. What you do you know, mean? Uh, you can't do. You can't. Um, you can't talk about things that you're developing, you know, it, it's just, it's, yeah. it's dumb. It's, you mean, cause it's also, it's dumb. Cause it's most of the time it's just talk for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Why like, would you even say anything? What yeah. are you trying, what are you trying to get out of telling people? Not, not ideas necessarily right. or any of that, or like, you know, plans or any, there's right. no point to it. You know, it's, it's, it's silly. It, I mean, the only point I have of, what if you're like excited about it and you're just obsessed with yeah. it? That's all you can think That's about. That's true. Yeah. 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 Which I wish was the case with me. I feel like there's a lot of people who are they're so in the moment all the time with everything that they just they're unstoppable because it's like they're they pick an idea, they're obsessed with they're it, inspired. they just beat it to death, yeah, and they move on, yeah. Instead of like, yeah. I, I oftentimes we're like, oh, that's really good. I should hold on to that for a little bit. <laughs> but let it. Uh, let, let's see what happens once it gets, gets cool outside. Maybe we can try try it then. Oh, didn't, you know, just like you're too precious. Is yeah, that what you're precious. Saying? Yeah, yeah. Which is the worst. That's Being precious funny. With things is. 
that's how they die yeah it is the worst it is there's like a medium between the two yeah of being too precious and also too too free that's what i'm saying like i just have my notebook just spread wide open for the taking like for so many years just um so many so many years of just um rich kids with no character just biting everything of mine and then just you know and like me just like constantly over and over and over it's lesson i needed to learn there's any sort of karma to all that or no is what there's gotta be some karma to that oh yeah and i don't even that's everything takes care of itself i'm not it's not i'm not you know chris actually had me um you know while we're in washington which is one of the stops whatever uh like i i was so angry when i first sort of left hollywood um you know at so many people and it was just it was like i was getting to the point of like just like it drives you crazy yeah so i started to write long lists and like um just yeah like being like thousands of people just you know like i felt like i was just shunned and and just sort of considered crazy and just like a train wreck and like just stay stay away from like a lot of people still they don't i i try to reach out they don't talk to me i'm i'm just like um yeah there's some stuff that i mean you told i'm not gonna be specific but there's some stuff where i was like you told me some stuff about certain people who you knew for a long long time and were really close with i'm like how can that person be that way? I just don't understand it. I don't either. How you yeah. can yeah. be that way with a person. That you, I just don't get it. I don't either. I don't quite understand it. I kind of understand um, it because if I didn't have I didn't have that that attachment. I didn't right. I didn't I didn't I didn't have that human quality that would take it from like a lightweight friendship right. to like an actual friendship with anyone or relationship too. Like mm-hmm. that's the other thing. Um, and so people resented me for that. That's one huge thing, you know, and Resented you for, for because of a for my steeliness like, or whatever. I don't know what they would what you'd call it. I just steeliness. get to a point Resolve. where I I don't know. I lack of lack of feeling, lack of um like empathy. I don't know. It was like I told Chris um yeah. a lot. Like, you know, he was the he was the first person that I ever spent any time with like for years we were just friends. This is your husband. This is my husband now. Listeners, yeah. Chris is a Chris, husband. Christopher Martinez. If you we listen to the episode and you hear the word Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Martinez. Right. It, we actually aren't married yet, but okay. we will be. We, Got it. Um, we have a daughter, Minnie. And uh, anyway, she, we were friends for years. Mm-hmm. It was completely platonic. I had a lot of male friends that were just, it was nothing. Yeah. Right. We were, yeah. Yeah. And, and then, but for some reason, Chris, um, there, I just couldn't get enough of him. I couldn't get enough of hanging out with him and I didn't really think about it that much. And, <laughs> you know, and it's, um, but, it, and then the other thing about him, he would never do scenes with me or he would never collaborate with me, right. you know, cause I'd always be like, let's do this sketch. And he'd be like, yeah. And then he, and then he, he was being sarcastic. Like we never got to the point of, so I was like the first person that turned me down, like to not, cause I used to like when, whenever, like, um, another business partner used to make fun of me um, saying like, who are you doing scenes with now? Like that would be the closest thing to intimacy I had was who I would be in comedy scenes with. Like, and that was like the closest thing to friendship and everything. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any other way of relating to people. Right. And, and so um, when, if somebody like Chris, who was like, wait, we don't have any purpose to spend time together. We don't have any actual like objective in what we're doing here. I mean, all of this. You're, it, just, you're just hanging out. I just, yeah. And that yeah. was like the first, I was like, wow, first friend. I mean, honestly, like in a way, I mean, we were friends. I definitely right. think, you know, and I, but I always felt sort of tentative about it. Cause I was like, I always felt like, um, I just. It's still like a business thing. Cause you're still doing right. sketches and you're performing. So it's like, it's like a thing where. I feel like if you're a comedian, technically you can write off everything on your taxes, like that kind of thing. Where 
Right. Yeah, so if you could say any time you spend with a sketch partner, anything, any time, any time you're spending together, you can write it off because <laughs> technically it's in service of the greater performance. Right. And I didn't. Well, not technically, but you know. I uh, wanted to be a real friend. I just didn't know what that was, and like you know, I still, I've just, it's very, I have, I have to think about it. Like I'm, just, I'm, st- I'm just now kind of forming actual friendships, and you know, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's, and that's what I meant when you first came. This is a right. very big deal. You came down here. It means a lot. It means a lot yeah. to me because it's like, um, when I when I come back, which is not going to be like a comeback, but I mean, um my plan is to just start to just spend time with people that I like that I, that I've known for years and that's it. (laughs) No thing more, no grandiose, you know, you know, scheme. You can't put too much on it. Well, I don't want to though. I just, I, I, I really learned that I, I, what to value and these these are things I didn't know before and whatever. It's just, it it is what it is. um, That having a baby is like, that was a big part of it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, well, here's the thing. What, um, when I first got pregnant, um, well, right. Okay. Sorry. Right before I got pregnant, um, I realized Chris and I realized that we were actually in love, Mm -hmm. like legitimately in love. Like I call it, you have the test. (laughs) You did the art test. You sent it away. Yes. It was a turtle that we drew correctly. (laughs) Yes. Um, well, I call it the sunshine day. We were just, um, the, the, this one morning we just like looked in each other's eyes and like it, the, we both, I know it just, it was felt, we felt the same way. Sun shined at that exact moment. I realized it was like actual love. And I started like my icy heart melted and it was like, or I had a heart. Yeah. I actually, it was really strange. I actually had feelings. I had never before that time ever had any, anything close. I mean, like maybe scraps was like, I would always be like, scraps is your dog. That was the, my only representation of maybe what love might be like or right. what it's, I don't know. I, I just didn't, you know, I had Even many, then, that's a dog and it's not quite the yeah, same because it's like right. dogs are, and I'd been in dogs. like lengthy, mostly long relationships and, right. you know, said, I love you to people and didn't just said that because it was almost like saying bless you when someone sneezes, yeah. you have to say that. And I didn't know what that, anything, but anyways, finally feelings, actual feelings below my, my head, you know? And, and, and so I got pregnant like a month later mm-hmm. and I couldn't, you know, I just, I never want, I was never going to have kids. I, right. I, I was militant. No. And then I was also like, no, actually I just don't, it's not me. It's mm-hmm. not, you know? And so out of the blue, I get pregnant and, um, I can't, it's like, you can't go backwards. Like you can't go, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go down the path of, you know, darkness instead of yeah. like going with love. And, and right. because, because before Chris, um, I was at the American hotel and my plan was basically like to let, like let myself just die in that room. Really? Yeah. And just like have some dudes, like any, whatever dude I was dating, like just bring me sandwiches until I drunk myself to death or whatever myself to death. Like I would always right. be to death. You know, I was really just kind of like, that's it. I'm just going to die in this room. And well, sometimes you, I remember you being like, you would get despondent, not despondent, but you would get, what's the, what's the word for that? You'd be like, sort of like, uh, throwing the towel, all hope is lost. Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes I've talked to you about stuff and you talk, talk about how like, Oh, I just want to um, have someone inherit garage comedy and take it on and be like, like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's so arrogant, you know? Well, it's... <laughs> I think it was more like, you were just like, I think you were just really depressed or something. And it was like, you know how you, when you're yeah. really depressed, you just want to die, right? You want to like yeah. give up. Yeah. Like, I felt that way where you're like, oh, I, I just want to, um, I'm choosing apathy instead of anger. Cause yeah. Like, if you're angry, it's because you're fighting back against something. But if you're ap- apathy, is like the worst. Right. It's just, you're just letting yourself... Well, you're allowing yourself to die. Yeah. You're like, uh, you're not swimming. You're, you're not, not fighting. Yeah. You're just going to sink. Yeah. 
but I mm. mean, there's I been a couple times, maybe one, one, very few times, but like I remember one time you were saying stuff like that to me, and I was like, yeah, it's, you, that's ridiculous, you know. But I don't know. But, well, I mean, it's probably not the same extent. But you're saying how you, you were in, the, you were living there. And you just wanted to like it was yeah I mean lots of times from probably I've I've tried you know I tried to commit suicide right. um, like a lot of times like when I, when I was like starting when I was eleven right. all the way to like you know like when I lived in New York I tried to hang myself and I like bent the pipe and then what was I, this this was back was I I tried to live in New York like uh, for about eight months was this one was this one Rick was there no? mm-hmm. yeah okay. exactly Rick uh, I went. Actually, I went to live there because this production company, yeah. ComedyNet.net. Right. Like, why would you have the extra net in there? I don't know. Double net. Yeah, they um they assure they gave me a job as a comedy yeah. producer, even like stated a salary and yeah. yeah. So I was like, cool. I'm moving to New York. I have a job, and mm-hmm. you know, I move there and I get there, and they're like, oh, you know, we don't, we didn't mean like, you know, that you have a job. We just meant that, or we you have to start in maybe maybe January, maybe. Mm. And they like I you know I had spent money making this like film that um, right. they bought for nothing really. They oh. I, you know it's just bad. Yeah, and you know what they they got me because they kept saying the word family. They're like you know we're a family here. Ooh. Yeah, and that really got me. And that was another th- yeah. like once again undone by this whole thing of well, attachment. But in a way, it's like it's kind of like goes both ways. Cause you're talking about the attachment thing and how family. That was like a weakness in a way, right? Not weakness. That's what I'm saying. Like, it helped if, for about right. 30 years. It really did help me to not have that because right. it. I was unencumbered. I, I used to call it the long walk, you okay. know, where I'd see, I'd see pe- all, all of my friends, like, you know, when they were perform- like in this road to whatever fame or, yeah. you know, this whatever we've chosen, whatever it's, it's a long walk. It's not a race. It's, um, but eventually people would just sit down or, yeah. you know, they'd be distracted. They'd, they'd find things that, you know, they're more interested in. Like, I'm, a, I'm in a scuba diving. Yeah. Right. I and mean, then I'm like, I'm still walking. I'm still yeah. there. And, and so that was good because I, I was able to retain like the, when I was nine years old, I wanted to be David Letterman, you know? Really? Yeah. I just, I knew. And I, and I like, and then it kind of be, became like, I wanted to do comedy, but mm-hmm. I could never say that out loud. Like, um, I would always, so then I would try to, when somebody, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would be like, um, I was trying to think of like a one-off of that, of what I really wanted to be in my head. I'm like a comedian, a comedian, a, a comedy host. Like, and then I would be like, I want to be a florist I'd have to say like I'd have to go like minus three or four of what I wanted to be because it sounded like I was trying to say I was smart or it was just too much you know yeah so I don't know that that's and I don't know what I'm talking about now (laughs) I'm like completely tangented I never said that that either because I was like you can't you can't say you want to do comedy no yeah I couldn't yeah what a fucking oh oh you're funny yeah oh we got a funny guy over here thinks he's funny Thinks you can make money yeah. in comedy. Oh, you're better than me. Yeah, oh, you're yeah, better yeah. than me, right? Yeah. But so I was. I know what I'm saying. Um, from nine on, um, I had that in my heart, I, and it was like always like this like tunnel of light that just saved me. It's it, like and I and because you want to do that. Not yet, and I was still, and I did it. I did it yeah. like nine on. Like I really like um, my made sketches, wrote like everything. Like I did, and and it saved me. I didn't. I wasn't molested. Like unlike my siblings, you know, I wasn't. Um, pulled into anything i was really um but focused still surrounded by a lot of pretty yeah. nasty stuff oh yeah, yeah yeah i mean there's and that's the you know memory lane kind of there's a lot right. there's some really there's, vivid you could have a whole podcast yeah exactly really good. you have an, you could have an entire podcast yeah just talking yeah. about the crazy shit yeah. you saw yeah yeah it is terrible like, it was but 
My friend Anthony DeVries, yeah. I had him on a podcast a couple, a couple episodes ago, and it's like we're talking for a long time, and finally he starts telling me some stuff. I'm like, oh, wait a second. Oh, okay. So you grew up in some crazy yeah. shit, man. Yeah, absolutely. And like he, you know, he has a thousand stories, but not, they're not the most fun things to talk about. Yeah. I, and maybe you shouldn't yeah. talk about them because they're kind of like, I don't know. I guess you could go both ways with that, right? Because you could say... It's good to talk about something because it's like you're. Yeah, but I don't want. I'm not putting again. sunlight on it, but it's also like sometimes with the you know the whole abyss staring back at you kind of thing. Yeah, and it's also like it is the audience your tampon? I mean, come on, like seriously, right. like bleed out over everybody. It's right. just I don't really. I it's I think I, I came up actually. Rick helped me. Rick Shapiro yeah. helped me to come up with something that I formatted all of those memories into this thing that I called the. I think it was called. Um, I forgot it was called the Truth Symphony or something. It was like t- I had this tiny tiny violin, and um, <laughs> as fast as I possibly could, I would go. I, well, first I'm sorry. I tell the audience first. Like I'm going to rattle off like a thousand things in a row really fast if if there's anything that you're interested in i will expand upon it for exactly one minute after after i go through this list you know so i would play this little tiny this. violin i remember seeing this yeah and i would say so many so many things like i'd be like um but people couldn't handle it they could they loved it yeah it was cool it, but it was something where it's like this is that's crazy i remember some, like, yeah so many fucking crazy yeah things. it was literally hundreds of things and i would I'd say it as fast as possible mm-hmm. and then um that was such a great way of dealing with that stuff because um it's, it wasn't depressing and it was, but it was actually interesting. It was, yeah. you know what I mean? It was a way for me to use that stuff in a way that wasn't depressing and it wasn't a burden right. to the audience. And, you know, except for one friend of mine saw me doing that at the, um, John Lovett's comedy theater. And oh, right. he was like, he's like, Oh, you're just like an open wound. I can't even watch it. It's just, oh. you know, and it was funny cause he had never seen me and I've been friends with him for like 15 years, you know? Weird. Yeah. And he won't, he's another one that won't talk to me. Um, it's so weird. I don't know. It's just I'm like, I wish I just knew like what it was. I, or just tell me, just be like, fuck off. Why, <laughs> why do you keep sending me MySpace messages that are apologized? Fuck you. I fucking hate you. I don't ever want to see you again or just stop talking to me or, you know, right. they don't even unfriend me. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, or I, I don't know that, but it, I, I feel a lot better about it. I feel, you know, whatever I am <laughs> diverging. Well, Rick has, Rick's had a crazy upbringing too but he yeah. didn't really, he didn't really talk I don't know I th- actually think Rick's like no I you know what I, yeah. I haven't seen Rick yet I'm gonna spend some time with him I don't want to talk shit about Rick I love Rick but there's, um, lots, there's a lot to be said about he, I think there's he's kind whole... of I think he's more of a yuppie and that a lot of the stuff is like well yeah but that's that's what happens if you're a yuppie like me yeah <laughs> it's I'm a yuppie I'm basically grew up as a yuppie yeah yeah you know, a white person that grew up family had money yeah I didn't there's no like uh Ex- no like sort of outside influence that was at all interesting it's very very boring yeah but, like very very palatable pal- that's that's yuppie life milk you know? toasty yeah. yeah so if mm-hmm. you're a yuppie and you're not interested in yuppie stuff mm-hmm. what you seek is the opposite you want right like, you Adventure, want to yeah. get high on heroin and like, right romance of this yeah. of the of poverty yeah right or so, sweet life yeah yeah so i don't know that's even worse because you're like <laughs> seeking a thing that's terrible I mean, I didn't really get into it, but I think Rick definitely did. Though. Yeah, he but it's it's it. like a little like it like a, it's also insulting too. Oh, like, definitely, yeah. Yes, I mean, so totally many insulting. people in my life have been like um, always just and they bite my character, bite right. like you know, like it's it's a it's a romantic thing to um, be like, poor or like just Oliver have twist struggled. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're just it's fun for them because the, you know they can go back to like their mom and dad and right. you know and like they have that instilled sense of like support and you do whatever you want. We will support you we love you right. you know we're here when you fall you know all that stuff so but rick's um 
you know, I think, yeah, whatever. That's I, I kind of like sometimes used to, you know, make fun of him being like exaggerating some of the stories of his like days as a prostitute you know right. okay you blew a guy for a taco okay <laughs> you know like it's just well, that's where you guys got along right because you're the first people to ever say that kind of stuff to him uh was yeah that, maybe i mean he that's a, i mean i remember when i stayed when i was roommates with rick in 2007 <laughs> festival like rick rick does that thing we always tries to test people to see if he can get him like the flinch kind of mm-hmm. and i never really like it didn't really bother me. Like, the yeah. stuff he would, I was like, oh, that's really funny. Like, you don't have pants on right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. He just, like, like shows dick all yeah, the time. Yeah, he loves to fuck yeah. with people. Yeah. Um, but you, you didn't, you were the same way where he didn't, his stuff didn't, didn't phase you. No, not yeah, at all. Like, no, it was, I thought it was cool. I related yeah. to it, you know, mm-hmm. um, except for when I got deeper into it, I just realized he actually, you know, his dad's a dermatologist and he had kind of really stable upbringing. He was like a twin brother and they were like the hot dudes at the beach and like he would oh, work really? at a country club. Yeah. A lot of the things I realized <laughs> he was just like, he had, you know, yeah. so I, it, like we got to a point where I, I, I'm like, I couldn't relate to it. And I'm like, Oh shit. I'm just one of the many people that he, that he's, he's, he's biting me too. Right. You know? And it's just like, I thought I'd had, you know, I like all these like little, these, these rich kids, not Rick, but like a lot of times, um, they, they take, take my character and they like, mm-hmm. they make money off of it or they, cause I, I have like, I have like the creativity spark. I have the, um, I have, I have mountains and, and my head is always swirling ideas and, and just inspiration and just, and it's, it's great. I'm like, I, I'm, it's, I've always been full of all of that and just mm-hmm. super inspired and mo- all of it. But, um, that's all I've got, <laughs> you know, right. I don't have like, um, a way to, not yet, at least to, to like take that and, you know, do anything with it. But the, a lot, a lot of people, especially people that have had stability in their life, um, they have everything, they have all the tools, but they they have everything except for the spark, uh, except for the, like, you know, and, and I feel like they, and they can just take that from people like me. And then, um, I don't have any like repercussions. Recourse? Yeah, recourse. I don't have any way. And it's like, and for me to spend any time trying to fight that or get, get any is, is just death. You know, it's the only, yeah. It's wasted yeah. time. Yeah. So I just have to protect myself not to um, be but, with those people. But you don't think you have like any tools to, like you're saying how you have a lot of cre- you have creativity, but you don't feel like you have the other things you need to, um, to formulate those ideas. Uh, you know I mean? like you're saying, I don't know how, like, I don't, I, okay. Basic like human skills. Right. Okay. You know, like, I yeah, it, yeah. Not yeah. like I'm learning uh, that an agent, but you mean- <laughs> no, I mean, I understand. Yeah. That but yeah. it's just, um, I don't have like, yeah, it's just like just being a human being and right. I'm just like now finally getting that. But everything like that has been with me. It's like, I have to do everything the hardest way I have to fail. Like I have to learn the hardest lessons. That's fine. That's the way I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, I'm excited because I'm like, I'm fine. I finally am a human being. I, I, I took some time off. I was just like, um, rather than just kill myself, you know, let myself right. die at the American hotel, um, you know, being fed subway sandwiches by, um, with my fun, my EBT card. That was awesome. I was like, wow, welfare. Oh my yeah. God. Who knew I would have done this a long time ago. Meemaw. <laughs> yeah. Meemaw. Oh man. I still talk to uh, Michelle Arnold actually um oh, every day I don't know Michelle she's she's um I don't want to do. she has a she has a a, a porn name actually oh, okay. uh, I which I, I forgot know. actually but she's like a squirt queen that um oh, okay. actually I used to um <laughs> but her actual self is a really she's one of the 
funniest people I ever met and we just kind of like relate really hard with like the way she grew up is very similar and then when we get together it's just this it's insane it's just like we podcast yeah we should that would be perfect actually you know what that would be there you go do one yeah so we still she actually like we've been we do Meemaw lines she she I'm not she likes it Meemaw is a character that Val did yeah it's not like this big like welfare lady who watches her stories yeah and she has people bring her food yeah, uh, yeah, Brian Flynn. That there's mm-hmm. one video of Mima where she. What was that for? Um, it was. Uh, Man, I forgot. I don't know. Dogs. I had dogs running at me at one point. <laughs> this was up on that street. The yeah. Way they shot that uh, Sam Raimi movie. What was it called? The one with Justin Long and uh, about the devil. It came out. Whatever. It's I a don't cool know. old Victorian part of Echo Park. Oh yeah, yeah. Off Sunset, we shot on this hill. About the vegan skate house. <laughs> this is, oh man, <laughs> the vegan skate house, Fuel TV. Mm. Yeah, stupid face. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah it was, for it was face. a Republicans versus Democrats remember. thing for Fuel TV. I don't know. There were dogs. Yeah. There were a lot of dogs running. Yeah. Wait. So you were when you were in the American Hotel. You said you wanted to just like. I just planned. I was. This just, is an SRO hotel. Yeah, right? it was. Yeah. A, it was a, SRO single room occupancy. Right. One yeah. of my favorite acronyms. <laughs> SRO. I gone from um, living in a house in Silver Lake mm-hmm. um, with a, a multimillionaire with like right. an old school Hollywood old family that yeah. they wanted me blatantly. Please have a child with with him. Yeah, we uh, you will have no need to worry about anything. Have the child. Yes, everything will be taken care have of. The child. Right. Raise him. <laughs> Raise him to be a connoisseur of the finest wines. Or don't. Have, just be a white trash vessel that leaves after, you know, they hated me, actually. Just give us the child. Yes. <laughs> go, oh, Val, I believe there's a, there's a ship out there that's asking for you to board them. They want you to take a look at it, please. Go. Oh, but please leave the child. Yes, yes. Leave the child. I uh, think about that. That's kind of they want it so like a, like a Rosemary's Baby kind of thing, almost. Kind of, yeah, almost. But yeah. They, it's it's a couple people have been really insulting to you know and said to me, why wouldn't why didn't you marry him? Like because he's rich, you know. People are fucking idiots. Yeah, people are very class. Well, that's the thing is, uh, people talk a lot about race in this country. Yeah, but you yeah. know what's more important than race is class. It's <laughs> that's true. what I was saying before about this. It's such a big deal, class. Trumps everything. It does. I mean, it, it's all classism. No one gives a fuck yeah. what color you are as long as yeah. you drive a, the car, the same car as them. Right. Or, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And Which it's, is so, it's like the biggest missing point in America still. Yep. No one, no, no one recognizes that. It's absolute class. Classism will, and it may never go away. They won't. It may never yeah, go away. They won't recognize it. It's the um, reason white people hate black people is a lot of black people are poor. Yeah, but we have black president, so now we it's do. different. You know, it's I think maybe not. I don't know. It's fucked up. It's like what? What? But but no. Yeah. But also, maybe he's he's a lot of people who are deeply classist. He's not really black because he's well to do. Yeah. He's educated. Just like and he's OJ. Rich. Yeah. 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 So it's like that. That's that's you know fucking shit. Uh, Class is so important. The yeah, new the new work. black is fat. Actually, uh, we're Chris and I are pobese. Po- it's like po-bese. poverty, obesity, like pobesity. So yeah, exactly. So that's the new thing. Is like um, you know, like skinny is equals rich. So even like a homeless guy. Oh look how rich that guy looks. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> I remember you had that yeah. old joke where you say um, uh, what is it? You oh, that probably tell think about the homeless guy. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, oh um. The 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 difference there's no difference between homeless and rich like they're both like skinny tan and they carry a lot of shopping bags <laughs> yeah yeah I've seen it like yeah. that but yeah it's weird it's just um we've been we had we getting together and then we just had this long series of of 
tragic, crazy events that like we were, we were homeless. You know, Chris? Yeah. I mean, we just like, we got pregnant and okay, but, yeah. Well, when did you, uh, you guys moved out of LA for, when was that? A couple years ago? Yeah, we got kicked out. Okay. I had, well, I got pregnant and right. I was still at the American and I actually, like I was nine months, months pregnant, getting evicted from there. That must mean you're like, that's the, that that's, when term. You, that's when they come out. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that's it? when they come out. <laughs> Okay, right. just making sure it wasn't the other way around. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like a countdown. Yeah, like, am I must pregnant? Like, oh, I don't. You're not showing. Yeah, <laughs> idiot. It's the other way around. It's the other way around. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know about the ladies. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. You're so not I was pregnant and getting just... evicted from the American Hotel mm -hmm. and and like like violently evicted. Like really? Like, yeah, it was Why? crazy. Just oh, it's just there it was a slum and they were slum lords and oh, they yeah. were violent people and like uh, almost getting pushed down the stairs by like this psych psycho whatever. There's a whole like fun like Ooh. fun like you know again memory lane. Um. So then you know we're Chris's family kicked us out. Um. Uh, you know we're seeing got... a video on Facebook that was pretty. Oh, of his dad. Oh, we're going to kill you. Yeah, that was something yeah. that was like kind of scary. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, it was. Like they posted yeah. some video about you guys. I'm like, why are they saying this? His it was it was crazy yeah. because um, nine months pregnant and kicked out of 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 the American Hotel. So then we went to Chris's to live with Chris's dad, who, uh, this house that Chris, you know, whatever. Right. It's a long, he had the, his, the lease was in his name, blah, blah, blah. His family turned against us, kicked us out on this the street. Like, this is in like Inland Empire, right? Yeah. It was, I forgot the name of it. El Monte, El Monte, South El Monte. Yeah. And then, so then we were sleeping in, um, the Chinook, which luckily we What's bought that? our Chinook. Uh, it's, it's a Toyota Chinook. Okay. <laughs> I, thought it's was, a, I thought it was like a, a special, yeah. Chinook. Uh, That's a, a type of car. It's uh, it's the smallest. Uh, look it up, everybody. Okay. Uh, Toyota Chinook. Listeners, uh, please refer to the page about Chinook. Yeah, especially <laughs> the blog about Chinook. It's a small, it's a small 1975 Toyota Chinook. Oh, it's, it's the smallest oh, okay. RV ever made. It's a Chinook. it's a Toyota truck with a camper on it. Okay. And, and it has everything. It's awesome. I love it. It's my, I'm glad so we bought it. In there. We well, we got it. We bought it. Um, right. You know, uh, with the help of my dad and my sister, and um, but it it it's old and it didn't run it had dry rot and so it didn't run and so we actually we got kicked out from one place to another we constantly violently kicked out of the american violently kicked out and ganged up on by his family like nowhere to go sleeping on the street but pregnant you just, and you were pregnant nine pregnant, months pregnant sleeping in the chinook yes nine months pregnant sleeping in a chinook Where was, you had it parked somewhere parked in, in front of uh the the house in El Monte, yeah, oh, okay. which and it was that was even getting scary. Yeah, so we've we got like um, social services. Um, there the, you can get sixteen days worth of motel vouchers. Okay, but you only get that once in a lifetime. They made sure you you can only have sixteen days. Once in a lifetime, you can only get that once in a lifetime. And um, the the guy, the social worker, was like, you, you know, you should why don't you you should use these after you have the baby, you know? Right. And we didn't, we couldn't, we had to, we had to get out of there, yeah. you know. And so we used them. Yeah, and then I think we were in the hotels for a week, and then I I I wasn't I had I was overdue. We were trying right. to wait and wait and wait. My, Man. and so I was just like, you know what? Let's just go to the hospital. Well, actually, we got a hotel really close to the hospital, right. L.A. County, which I thought was this is another whole thing. Um, I had had a midwife there, and I was going to do like the whole. I was just going to do a midwife the way to do it, whatever. So I I was just like, you know, I'm a week overdue. Let me just let's just go in and check. And then I got railroaded into like a fucking like uh, cesarean. It was right. just the nightmares. And um, but 
yeah so we but we ended up i was there for I, they made me stay there for another seven days at Alley county yeah so in then the we only right so then we only had two days left in this um for the motel vouchers you know right. and we're we are dead dead broke but like, couldn't you stay couldn't chris stay at the hotel or stay at the hospital then or no uh we also had scraps oh right yeah course, that was yeah. another thing and right. so um and he did stay there and, right. and, you know, and scraps would be in the car or whatever. And, but we're eating up these, cause it has to be consecutive days. Okay. You can't like stop and you then go, yeah, no, they would pick and choose. Yeah. It has to be 16 consecutive days. Right. And, um, so I get out of the hospital and, you know, with a newborn and we have two days left in motels <laughs> and then we're just, um, nothing. We have no money. And, but actually the, my sister in Chicago, yeah. um, the whole time I was pregnant, we, well, from six months pregnant on, she was like, come here. I have a huge house. She did. She has a she sh- sister who I met in Atlanta or different sister. Uh, Deb. She's the artist. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deb. Um, she has this like apartment basement, a separate, right. and she's like, come here. I can even, you can recover, work here, recover from the baby, having a baby, right. all that. I, so we were basically planning on it. So I'm mm-hmm. like, as soon as I have the baby, we'll, we'll make our way to Chicago. So um, the day I had the baby, she, um, I called her and I'm like, it's a girl. And, she, and she's like, so where are you guys going? And I was like, we're coming to your place. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, I, don't, I think you should make some other plans. And we were just like, what? And I just well, yeah. mortified. Well, but what, hap- what happened? She doesn't. There? She is no, I, I, I still, I'm, there's a lot with that, but I, I don't, yeah. I, it's hard to say, but I mean, it's, it's hard she to say. She got cold feet or something. I don't know. It's like, nothing that like, um, like <clears throat> linear. It's, it's something to do with her own like psych, psycho issues with okay. like the fact that I had a kid. It, it's a long, long thing. Jeez. So we, we didn't have anywhere to go. We had two days left. We're in, in motels. Um, my friend, uh, Darcy Bell, actually, she loaned us like, um, she loaned us some money to to stay in hotel okay. motels longer. And, um, and then in that length of time, we found this like ghetto, like place that we could actually, it was, it was 200 bucks a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was right next to my storage unit. And so, um, we ended up staying for about a month at this place, like right. the top 10 motel in South El Monte. And, um, but it was ended up being in this place that cops went every Monday morning to like, they're like, Oh, we got a quota. Let's, you know, arrest who's ever at the top 10, you know? So we both got like, you know, many times like guns at our head with like, you know, just, Why? Uh, just for being there, honestly, because it was it was a known. It was just like a it's her, it's her spot every Monday morning. It's the Ant Hill. Yeah, or all day Monday they just hang out. And they would like just like look people's records up, you know, look it up. Holy yeah, shit. and just like twice, like Ugh. and it's the long story. But it was right next to the storage unit. Our plan was to just um, get rid of, go through stuff in the unit, like sell stuff on Craigslist, just right. get rid of it, whatever, um, and then uh, go. I don't know. We didn't have a plan. And so my, uh, Chris convinced me to call my mom. And then mm-hmm. so we went to Washington right. for six months and that was a whole other huge nightmare. You know, you and your mom don't have like a historical great relationship. Well, I didn't have any, I didn't yeah, talk to no, her. Yeah. Right. And I'm glad, I'm glad it happened. I don't, um, I, you know, I just, I equate it, equate it to like, if, if I met my mom at a party, I would just be like, no, I really wouldn't be, <laughs> I wouldn't hang out with her. Right. She's just a person that, is is just not i mean she's a tea party republican and oh, wow. uh yeah she's a bumper sticker politician and some uh, friends out there yeah oh by the way i'm doing a website right now for a, a one line for one nation.com it's one of our bigger clients now one line for <laughs> one not, nation but that's something i want to put in there is it nice. it's it's a hilariously uh 
political, like a conservative Republican that I'm making a website for. Oh. He sells bumper stickers. I love websites. Oh man, he's, it's funny. Anyway, um, that was a whole chapter, six months. Right. That wasn't going to work. And it's a long story. Is, you know, you have a kid at this point. Yeah. So it's like, right. You kind of have to, after have, to have some sort of stability, at least. Right. right. We couldn't stay in El Monte because, um, we're at a motel that, um, you know, the only place we could afford and the only place that let's have a dog in a motel. That's the other thing. A lot of our, our situation has yeah. been from scraps, you know, right. basically if you're poor, it's like, if you're poor, you can't have a dog. You're yeah. like your, your choice is kill your dog, you know? And so we would rather just sleep in the Chinook than, I mean, at least me, Chris sometimes is like, it's that fucking dog, you know, like uh -huh. get kid, you know, whatever. So, um, we, we went to Washington for six months. That right. didn't work. Then we went to Chicago Finally, after like a length of time, I was going to go, we were going to go to Chicago. We, we were only in Chicago for seven days because it was just, it was not going to work. My sister's uh psycho. We were kind of, she's now in therapy. Yeah. Thanks to me. And then, uh, then we went to the South. We went to Alabama, like deep okay. in the South. And that Doesn't is. Doesn't your dad live there? Yeah. My right. dad and my brother live there. Odom's Bar. Yeah. I worked at Odom's Bar. Really? Yeah. I worked there. I actually got the only job within a 90 mile radius. Holy shit. I was a clerk at Odom's Bar liquor store. And also I did their, all their tech stuff. Like I, I was a DJ and a lot of stuff. I remember this because your dad sent you a video yeah. years ago. He was trying to convince you to come down there. Like everything you need mm -hmm. is here. Mm -hmm. like, Val, yep. come to Odom's Bar. Yeah. 10 years. I heard, I, 10 years. I heard from my brother about come here. This is your home or your family. Pete. Pete, my Better brother. No pod. <laughs> Pete, oh man, send him a dollar. <laughs> yeah, no. I like that notepad. Uh, I I went down there, and that was a long, long other story. We just um we we barely escaped from um Alabama. Uh, you know we almost we we're literally moments away from um being arrested, our child being taken away, all of you know because of my brother. So, um, it was a wow. long, long story. Woo. So we, <laughs> and, and we managed to make it cross country on $365. We rolled uh, from Alabama, from Alabama. Well, so how long were you in Alabama working at Odom's? Like, uh, six months, six months. Uh, Odom. Yeah. I actually worked at Odom's the whole time. Yeah. Wow. I w I did, uh, they had a drive through liquor and I would like <laughs> sell people liquor in a package store. Right? Yeah. A package store. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was, it, but, whatever. I just managed barely managed like but how did how were you guys you could say you were kind of run out of town in a way not run yeah out of town, my like brother maybe. yeah he tried to destroy me why um he it's a that's a, like a long he he actually just he needed to prove some, some lesson issues. a lot of issues lot yeah of issues. yeah and it was just it it turned out to be it was a sham like the whole come here it was it was a way for him to like beat me finally you know teach me a lesson give me the shame that i needed and all of the stuff that Jesus he was Christ. yeah and actually um you know and i i I, cause I went, th honestly, this is what I, we thought of the so beginning framed you in a way or something trying to get, yeah. yeah. Like, but 10 years he spent telling me how to come here and hit it, you know, Christ. but it, you know, um, we thought about like, like this, you know, I called it obligator cause we went around the entire country. I mm -hmm. went through every relative and so everything. Obligator? obligator is what I was calling mm -hmm. it. And, uh, because I, we had, okay. Yeah. We were dead broke. We were homeless, whatever, but we also didn't have any bills. We didn't have any obligations. Right. We're at this point where we, we wanted to, you know, finally spend time like doing these things, like reconnecting, like uh, getting over fears. Right. Just like I, I clinically analyzed my mother into like sheets, pages and pages and pages, you know, just to help me as a parent, you know? Mm -hmm. And this was like, we were the only ones that saw this except for my dad. He actually did see this as an opportunity and not like, 
that we were these destitute, this destitute grapes right. of wrath family that was just like, oh, we'll take you. So it's so weird how people, everyone twisted it. Um, like my mom was like, oh, cool. I have free slaves, you know, and it's just right. weird. This thing that comes out and people, when you're, when you're down and out, right. they just think they just, they, they smell blood or they just think you're down. They kick you harder down or you can just mm. you kind of like treat, treat people way worse or they're just angry. It's they're, like, maybe it's like an osmosis thing where you feel it's like they feel bad about themselves because either they, everyone has their own weird thing. Yeah. You, or it's like a thing where they, you feel like you're going to catch something. Like like That's disease. yeah. Yep. It's infectious. Yeah. That's one thing. Uh, there's so many things wrapped up in um, the stigma of poverty. Right. Um, and everyone has, uh, not everyone, but a lot of people's like this viciousness comes out of them when, when you're poor mm -hmm. and, and especially when you're homeless, it's just, it, it is such stigma attached to that. And yeah. I, I didn't see it like that because we got pregnant and had a kid and you know, we had six months to figure shit out. Um, but I w you know, it, people are like, Oh, you're, you're gonna have a baby. Okay. Both of you guys need to work for 24 hours a day. Um, right. put your baby in a, in a cage in another room, close the door and let her scream or her, you know, never see her. It's like, we wanted to spend time together as a family. Like, you know, we barely had a month to date, <laughs> you know, we're like, we're Chris and I are really like, we always say we're just good friends, you know, right. but, um, we actually have, um, we wanted to be together. Um, we didn't care. We were not, we're not like hell bent on like all of the, all the things like accoutrement you need and all the, mm -hmm. you know, having owning and all of that shit. We just wanted yeah. to spend time together and we could, you know, we, we both had jobs at certain points and we could live right. off of that, like whatever. But, um, I, like when you have a baby, you're just to settle in, you're supposed to get stability. You're supposed to right. make tons of money and you're supposed to do like work around the clock to do that. Both right. of you, not, both of you, you know? So, um, Anyway, no one, I, I would kind of say this to everyone, like my mom, my sister, mm -hmm. my dad, my brother, like um, all of this, like that we have this opportunity, you know, yeah. to, to just be humans. And um, no one got, no one got that didn't hear it or whatever. Oh. It's just like we kept getting kicked out, kicked out, violent, violent, like, Jeez. you know, and it just finally. Um, well, so then you, you drove to L.A. Uh, yeah, well, actually, um, a, a friend of ours, um, her name's Sass Liska. Uh, yeah. which, um, she, she, I'd never, I only met her once, mm -hmm. but it was through another friend of mine, Darcy. Um, her mom had passed away and she had right. this house that was just sitting there empty in the El Monte or La Habra. And, uh, right. she, we came cross country to, to house it and help mm -hmm. her get the house ready to be rented out. Right. But we ended up staying there for, I think like four or five months or something. Right. And so we, here we go from Alabama we're in a house that um, has no electricity or walls. We have to, walls, uh, uh, there's like, there's only like a couple, we were in a hundred year old farmhouse. Oh, and then geez. also my brother has this just trailer that we we're in yeah. and the, the farmhouse, like there was only one room that um, had four walls that, you know, you could still see the outside a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and my dad let us stretch like long cords over us that we had an AC hooked up in that one room, right. but it barely held in. And this there's Alabama. Yeah. And the, there's no, there's no toilet, no plumbing. Um, but we there was like somebody had tried to put a toilet in at one point so, and it was kind of a half-assed job and yeah. so we had to keep buckets of water um and we would like shit and, and then we'd have to pour the buckets in and then there was no walls there was like flies and like just it was a nightmare and we couldn't there's we had to use hoses to bathe and you know or whatever buckets and and we but the bugs i mean it was just bad yeah we and you can't you spray the baby you can't like you spray yeah. we one time it made chris feel better we we counted his mosquito bites he had 186 mosquito Holy bites shit. yeah and it's just 
it was bad. So, um, well, it's good to get out of there. Oh my gosh, it was great. I mean, it, 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 how that, how did you, how did you finagle that? Cause you're in a place with no electricity. So how did you even come make contact with your friend who helped you? Oh, it's because of, um, our Obama phone. Um, we have a free phone from the government. Got it. Um, it's like a, impoverished people get a free lifetime cell phone. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I, should, awesome. I think we have it somewhere. Uh, we still, it's, it's awesome. It was very painstaking to right. text on it. But it was but just it like, works. yeah. And I also had the, telegraph. I had the job too, so I would I was able to go when I go right. to work. I could use the internet, whatever. Mm. But um, we we saved and we ate rice. And we ate, just, no, no markers. markers. Yeah. <laughs> no markers. Uh, uh, we saved. We ate rice. We ate nothing. We ate the whatever. We we managed to save three hundred and sixty five dollars, mm-hmm. and then we drove cross country in the Chinook. And at 110 degree weather and then uh, and we were just so dirty and like like one time we in dallas um we stopped uh to get gas and this lady saw us she was just this like well-off like african-american woman Mm -hmm. beautiful like my ex-beauty queen she just couldn't she was uh, appalled she was like can i help you guys it was just so weird like she she just bought she bought us some cold drinks and she's just just like um we were just about to to spend the night at my cousin's house in Dallas. She so. asked her for a thousand dollars. I know. Actually, <laughs> I you know I thought about it later. I just um, I could use a thousand bucks. Yeah. I wonder what she would have done. She would have been like, um, okay, or like, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, I know. I I I kind of kick yeah. myself for that one because um. Well, who knows? It probably like, would have been nothing. Milk it, right? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we we okay. So we pull up in La Habra. Uh-huh. And this house is beautiful. I mean, and it's like air conditioned and like um, decorated. Yeah. yeah. And like a, a, like a manicured like um, garden and mm-hmm. just amazing. We were just like, wow. <laughs> like just yeah. so that's, you know, and then ever since then, you know, we've we've just kind of we've gotten our shit together as far as um, we're in a program now that we're halfway through mm-hmm. um, for families. It's kind of like... Um, uh, it has requirements. Right. Like it's 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 like a, um, you know, it's 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 like all aspects of reco- like recovering from homelessness. Holistic. Yeah, yeah, holistic homeless healing. Yeah, so it's it's um it's it's good. You know, I've we we're definitely better off every day that we're in this program. We're better yeah. off. It's just that's um, you know, there's like we have a curfew. You know, we have to do chores. Like we get paraded around as like, you know, uh, oh, here's our poor. Mm, look at our poor. You know, really? yeah. It's just, it's really, it's you know, I'm I'm over the hum- the humiliation part. Right. I I'm, I don't even care anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you know, but um, I what I'm not what I what I I'm getting tired of is um, not being able to you know go anywhere after eight o'clock. You know, and uh, not being able to have friends visit. You can't if if people come to visit you you have to get like permission it takes like a week you have to your friends have to sign in and show an id and everything yeah and it's not even like it's just an apartment (laughs) it's not even like you know what i mean it's not it shouldn't have all these rules it's just but um it's good though it's gotten us like um made us focused on Mm -hmm. because we chris and i were just gonna be like we were like let's just be like millionaire junkies together you know like Mm -hmm. let's just like it's gonna be so fun and then um, we both were not the kind of people that ever worried about like, like bank account or what, like uh, bills yeah. and a reality. And we never, and I never had, was thinking I was going to have a kid. And right. so there's a lot, a lot. And, you know, it's good. It's good. Uh, we're almost, I don't know. We could leave at any point at the program, but it's good. 
we're we're almost we I don't know we might as well finish it you know yeah might as well just like, finish it off yeah it's just I um I don't want to be like um th- it's just like I don't want to be that person that's mm-hmm. just like I I'm I'm done with the tragedy part well you're I, not already if you're saying if you talk about it in such terms I, I would say you're not because it's like yeah I'm glad I mean yeah. yeah you have to have like if you can't have a if you can't look at something from if you can if you can't look at if you can look at something objectively then I think that immediately separates you from something because you're look you're you're aware and you're viewing it you know yeah well you can but actually um you know i'm hesitant to bring any of that up because it's just like oh no then i'm in the framework of the stigma is really bad it's just um but because people are so offended by poverty and homelessness and and it's just it is literally a crime to be homeless you know and yeah isn't that yeah it is (laughs) How is that? But how does that work exactly? How do they enforce that? It's, like, isn't that yeah. weird? And to and actually, yeah. just being poor is a crime. A crime. You know? Yeah, it's getting worse too because the strata between rich and poor yeah. is only getting worse. And I don't know. I have a feeling that in the next, um, I don't know, maybe it's so easy to say like a time frame, but I think in our lifetime there will be sort of a not like a reckoning, but something where all of a sudden things will be turned on their head because. I mean, right now, the value of the dollar is is not real. Like, it's fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. The Treasury Department has purchased. Well, yeah. It is. like sold their fucking soul. The Federal Reserve. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. all been sold. And so right now, we're just sort of coasting on fumes. But, yeah. but, the, but the, the, the gas tank, the gauge says we're full. <laughs> they just, because they, oh, we just, all we have to do is turn the, turn the gauge and make it say we're full, and we're full. <laughs> like, well, but that's not actually full. Like, what do you, what do you mean? I don't, I don't, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. We're fine. Exactly. Everything's good. We're good. Yeah. yeah. Buy more, buy more. But when, yeah. once that happens, though, it's going to be like a big, it's like a big upset. Yeah, and I don't think it's, it's going to be, it's not going to be like, you know, one, like people think it's, you know, when it Doomsday gonna, yeah, and all that, no, it's, it's not, gonna, no. It's, it's going to be, it's like, it's like a slow thing. It's already it's, happening. Yeah, you know? your car yeah. doesn't just explode. Your car like, right. oh, it becomes more and more expensive to repair to the point where it can't function. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's, you know, as the baby boom dies out, you know, that's, you know, and also yeah. as like everyone in college and every everybody that is, you know, millennial, millennium, millennials, millennials, thank you, like yeah. that can't find jobs, don't care about and having they have money. Huge debt. Right. And they. Well, that's what's going to happen as soon as there's going to be this thing where you have millions of people who are in tr- tr- maybe, tr- mm-hmm. I don't know what the debt will be. It'll probably be at least billions of dollars worth of student loan debt yeah they cannot pay off right yeah and so, so what is debt who cares yeah exactly and, and this it, debt doesn't yeah it's it doesn't exist it doesn't exist yeah, yeah. it's a slavery guy, actually yeah there's this guy you probably like him a ton but he's just i talk about him on the podcast sometimes this writer named tom hodgkinson he's hmm. from uk wrote a book called how to be free he wrote a book called how to be idle he's a magazine yeah. called the idler but he's all about how um he's all about how uh, <laughs> so he's like all about how uh Everything is all those ideas are their constructions and they don't really exist. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, he's he's an Englishman, so he takes a lot of stuff from uh, the 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 old like old school church ideas, where uh, it used to be a crime, usury, yes, which is interest, yeah. used to be a crime. It was a it was a crime uh, in the eyes of God because to. It's just, slavery. It's slavery. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Ti- you can't own time. God right. is exactly. Own time yes. is to say that you are God. You right. Are, you are in charge of 
of something that is immaterial. Right. And how dare you ignore that construct or question yeah. that construct because, you know, but it's, it, yeah. And I think as people, um, you know, like reality hits, like mostly young people who, um, $90,000 right, in debt, they realize like, Oh wait, I don't want to, I don't need to have things. I don't care about, you know, owning and like, right. like, like sitting on a pile of something and like all of that stuff doesn't mean anything. It's not it, that important. It is. And that's finally hitting everyone, you know, yeah. I mean, maybe not the elderly people. Like no. my, like well, the, my mother. The boomers are going to be the last yeah. to go. Cause they're the ones who grew up, but they had everything. Mm -hmm. Because they, they grew up, they're the boom. They're like everything. Yeah, they're free shipping. They're 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 all about credit. They love credit. Oh yeah. They love making payments. They love um. They love like legacy. Layaway. Like they like to pile. They like to collect. Um. But, and then they they love. They're all about doomsday. They are all. They still are, even though it's past. Yeah. They're all about like making for make fortress and yeah, which you is know, such and, a fucking ridiculous yeah, thing and, of fortress. Yeah, and also like freezing yeah. food. Like why is it the fifties baby boomers are all about you? You have to have a giant freezer, and it's just like why would you? I just you know it. like there's something <laughs> about food. Yeah, it's like yeah. go to buy something to eat it like why you gotta freeze and save everything's gotta be saved yeah. and canned and what's well, like a, it's just like it's a collector's mentality it's really hard yeah. to get out of that mm -hmm. though like i i feel i i've definitely that way a lot of times you know i collect a ton of records and i most of them are like i can't use all these i can't use them at all do you ever listen to them i listen to a lot of records but i can't pos i, I can't possibly listen to them all all the time like i can't hmm. like well I mean, I'd say I could probably listen to about half of them. Right. I could really, I could actually use half of them, but their half is, <laughs> their half, it really is dead weight. But it's a it's thing. like your coffin then. That's, oh, that's totally coffin. That's totally coffin. We I'm, edited. I'm owned by them. We've been, ed we have edited, edited ourselves. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Chris, that was one thing that helped me. I mean, it was hard to get, go from Silver Lake gigantic house stuff. to, yes, you to a lot of costumes. Yeah, I had a I whole, cool. I had my own haunted house. You it did. Cost me a lot of money, but, um, well, your haunted houses were the, Oh, yeah, that. that was a lot. It was yeah. a, there's a lot of but to go from um, being an affluent like with things and I had stuff mostly tools. I mean, yeah, honestly, lady. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it to to like um, also to like right. a loft thing like to like to keep scaling scaling down and to yeah. the where I'm in this room in the American hotel that is like floor to ceiling with like why do I need four um, giant Bucky skeletons you know like full sized yeah. whatever but um, Chris helped me a lot with that where it's like when we finally threw away my round bed you know <laughs> I was yeah. just like that was like I was like okay I've, there's this sense of freedom and then I left um, a, lot, a lot of shit in Alabama like I had right. hundreds and hundreds of tapes hundreds of things hundreds of costumes like yeah. leaving it in that farmhouse and just like being free just getting rid of it I'm just done like I don't I don't collect anything anymore I don't I'm not I don't have to because it's like what do you do with um a thousand mini DV tapes of garage comedy that the oh this is my dad no way yeah no it's Val <laughs> it's Val You found what is these? Going on here? I was just talking about those. Oh, well, I got those. I got your pictures. And I collected up a, a lot of other little DVD tapes from various sources. I got the two black boxes full, you know, file boxes full of those DVDs. And then a red box full of them, too, uh, with, along with the pictures. Okay. Um, oh, hey. Now, what else? 
a headset microphone. It's like Sennheiser microphone. And then uh, here, yeah. Uh, and then uh, those two mannequin heads that are that have the mechanical mannequin heads. Oh, I have yet to find them. Oh, okay. here, Chris. I'll, I'll Chris can tell them, you. Though. I will get them. Here, here, Chris. Back. Just the mannequin heads, and then. Uh, uh, the yeah. Heads, oh, and then yeah, that's good. Okay. That was really weird. <laughs> that was very strange. That was it was. We were just talking about the very thing. <laughs> Your dad just calls up and yeah, whoa! It's uh, he's giving like um, I guess uh, Brody Stevens has right. uh, I don't know it's I a show yeah it's and then because right yeah. HBO um, I released two YouTube clips to them originally right. and then Funnier Die just asked me to release two clips okay. uh, this I put on YouTube stupid right. clips right. and um, I told both times I'm like look I have thousands of tapes yeah. I'm like please if it could help Brody Brody's wonderful he's always been yeah. wonderful to me he's a, pr- a great person and mm. if I would these help you know like I mean I have thousands so um, but they're just saying how yeah what are you gonna do with thousands of DV tapes <laughs> well now I know I fucking like yeah post that shit or if they don't want them I'm gonna put them up because I'm yeah. looking at them, I just looked at my, this garage comedy archive I'm, some of those stuff that I have is like two million views you know it's like really? crazy yeah it's Holy going shit. crazy and but I don't I'm not like I don't care I just it, it's cool I'll just put it out there and I can I can just yeah. devote a computer here to just be running all the time and so crazy. sticking it up there and and then yeah, I don't even know. Uh, my dad's. Uh, I left all the stuff in this farmhouse that, right. um, and that's the last. I'm gonna get them mailed to me, and then that's it. Yeah, and then I um, hopefully I think I have a uh, little writing job for a show on NPR for nice. like a sketch show. So that oh, that's pretty cool. cool. And he's gonna send me some old writing. Some old writing that you have like in notebooks and stuff. I don't know. I I I I needed to talk to him about that. Actually, I have. Well, to what have happens him. if you can't get that stuff? It's you okay. Look, yeah, I don't. It's okay. I found. I, I left my big computer there that doesn't really work anymore except for yeah. just with all that. You can use the hard. The hard yeah, part. I'm sorry. This is <laughs> like let me. Oh, let me tell you about laundry list of boring, but it sure is boring crazy, though. details. That's very ironic that that just yeah. happened. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, like, he's, damn Johnny P. <laughs> he. I was gonna. Say, I, I was know. gonna warn you. I knew he was gonna call. Right. And um. But and he hates you. I like, know he does. He, he's had me for a long he, time. If he knew that I was sitting here with you right now, he would. He might like not send me that stuff like really? he yeah he yeah. really really hates you um so much like he wow he's like mired his hatred is like grown uh yeah it becomes it's, it's like, yeah it's grown so funny. like in just your name represents i've only someone. met him one time uh he it's that it's that show and it was the, actually the balloon thing that we did that video with the where there's a the the, 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 oh, the right. balloon coming out of your ass is like yeah. what the main you showed your we showed your ass and then we showed a balloon being pulled out that? of your ass uh he has like issues like he's i mean you know um i don't know i i i'm still kind of getting to know him yeah. like he my dad is actually interesting person like he's actually really funny right. i didn't know this i've just barely got to know him like and um but yeah, I'm trying to. I, I, he's, he used to be gay. I mean, he's, oh, he is gay. He's homo. Like, he, um, something. He has a lot of shit. Like, right. so he saw that as, like, being a twink is something, I don't know, represents, I'm trying to figure it out, but, um, he hates, <laughs> he considers you that and he doesn't well, want to. Okay, well, we made, we made this video where 
that you wrote where it was like because you used to do you were amazing at balloon animals. Yeah, I, I almost I had I had a claim on a world's record right you before did? I got pregnant. Yeah, I could make the fastest weenie dog in the I world. Four point five seconds. I got it down to the the record is seven point five, and so I got I had myself on video like twice making right. a weenie dog at four point five seconds. Awesome. And and I was a, I was going to be on a pilot episode of this Guinness show do breaking the record on right. this show. Um, but my, I got pregnant mm-hmm. and my fingers got so fat. Like you I, they, yeah, action it. the fastest I could get down to was like 19 Somebody seconds. Somebody has a bucket of candy Uh-oh. right now. Oh, Minnie, she got the candy. Well, we made this video where it was, I think, um, it was called, it was okay. So we, I'd, we'd come, I'd come out and I'd be, I would just say, Hey, I'm not going to perform tonight. I just, I just want to, you know, just say thank you to you, the audience for coming out. I'm just going to make you some balloon owls. And I was just trying to be as nice as possible. Right. And I would get people to, um, I'd be like, Oh, I would be really specific when I gave them the balloon. I would be like, mm-hmm. okay, a red heart for you. And I would mm-hmm. be like, put it on their head, nuzzle the balloon on their face, like make a big deal out of right. like, the color, what it was, and and also putting it on their face, and so then we would be like, okay, so thanks everyone, and let me Johnny and I made this video um, earlier today, and like I hope you guys enjoy it, and then the video would be of of those same balloons, you right. know, being. Um, horribly just grotesquely like shit on yeah one, um put one in my butt yeah you put like put it in like i put period blood yeah. yeah i like yeah i had like took period blood uh yeah what was the other i don't know i think that was yeah the the, the last one we pulled out of your ass yeah, i think pull out my yeah butt. i didn't have i kind of had it in there but it was awesome though yeah. but it's a tangent but um i actually did i did a later version of it right. um where um <laughs> i got i got an entire tour bus of people to spit on a, on a one balloon, oh, it, nice. it was a, it was cool because they were coming off a tour bus, and yeah. I'm like, hey, could you spit on this balloon? It was like like it was also good for like forty people. And everyone got super grossed out because they thought, oh, those are definitely the same. Balloons. They definitely believed that it was the same yeah. balloons. Like, they we're, yeah, were that were that hideous of people <laughs> that we take a joke and make it like a real thing, right? And I thought it was so beautiful that reaction, yeah. like and you know and freaked out. People really truly believed that, yeah, yeah, that we had, and it was, and they they were so betrayed and so angry that um that uh, that nice person that had just made them a balloon. I just love that concept, like just the the balloon animal, like the something about it. Just, yeah. There's a lot, you know. They, they turn on you. Can we put a nail in the coffin. No. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here's your nail in the coffin moment today, brought to you by <laughs> Coffin Nails. <laughs> they're the same as regular nails. They're just are they the same as regular nails? Coffin uh-uh. nails. Uh They're like they're square, right? Deeper, I hope. The deeper, the yeah. square. Yeah. All oh, right, because they don't. You don't yeah. Need to re, you don't, you need don't to want out. them coming out yeah. ever. Yeah. Coffin. Like made by the Amish, you know. Just made by the deep, Amish. Deep. Made by the blind Amish men <laughs> who've never touched a body. <laughs> like a blind Amish virgin. <laughs> yeah, I make it in a coffin nail. Patented. I don't even know how to. What do we say? What would be a. What, I mean, it's more like a pause, right? Because we'll resume. There's so much more cool stuff to talk I, about. I, I hope. But. I mean, I, it's cool. I mean, I, uh, I'd uh, like to. So I, uh, you can catch Val on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just finally, uh, you know, got back into. I would just, I finally have a smartphone that my boss gave me right. that she pays for, and nice. she gave me a car too. And oh, cool. this place is awesome. Uh, the walk-in web store. Walk-in web store. Yep. And uh, that was funny that you have walk-in mozzarella ball. I was wondering oh, if that yeah. was something. I was like, what? I don't is know a, why I even said dig? Well, I think it's because in the call I was talking about how I want to have a walk-in mo- a mozzarella ball. It's so big you can walk through it like General Sherman. <laughs> the tree. Oh, like James and the Giant Peach. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Giant mozzarella ball. <laughs> um, the Walking Web Store brought to you by the Walking Web Store. 
So you can come here yeah. and have your website made? Yeah, we do web design, uh, right. SEO, local SEO, which is actually... SEO? SEO, search engine optimization. Search engine, okay. Yeah, marketing and, you I know. I don't know what that means. Search engine op- Is that like a thing where when I type in, um, if I'm looking for a pair of shoes... Like uh, Nordstrom's pops up first because yeah, like, like keyword ranking. Yeah. yeah, that's organic SEO, and I think I don't oh. think that's as effective. But okay. um, we do local SEO, which Got is and, and organic. We we can do that if people want that, but it, I don't think it it makes sense in this world. Like you you want local SEO, which is basically when you when you type something in these days, mm-hmm. it comes up on a map pin. Like you know the the. Right. The first seven come up on like Google, like maps or being local, like right. local, you know, listing. But it's really. Is that a ping rate thing? Is that a ping? <laughs> ping rate. Yeah. It's. um Yeah. So we help think, people. Get... What do you think next? Is, what do you think is next thing? Because Twitter is big now. I love Vine. I think Vine's it's cool. Pretty, yeah. And actually, I had uh, I did five second movies for a long time. Like See, there the you go. Mini movies. Not but, surprised. And looped them and everything. But um, I wasn't. The social aspect is, yeah. you know, completely different. And I'm not trying to say like I thought of that, but it just definitely yeah. was. I knew I I was always obsessed with like length of video and that's what like this the the brody stevens mm-hmm. clips like um i i just posted random I that. yeah you posted a lot of short ones just really random yeah. i was just experimenting with like length and like just as a promo and i was i was specifically using clips that mm-hmm. weren't like something that people wouldn't be worried about like bugging me take that down I don't, you know yeah. just put it and then i was using the titles like like um as the joke you know mm-hmm. like brody eats a heckler's dinner and high fives a waiter like um that's one and like all like I was more like just writing titles and right. seeing what would happen. And it's just like, uh, they don't, the, these are the clips two times like that, you know, get attention that yeah. want, that they want. And it's just like, I have yeah. so much, you know, whatever. It's just weird. Whatever they want more once you get, you have all. Yeah. But it's, more. it's, it's okay. I mean, I'll, I'll do something with them. Like if you're they, an early adopter. <laughs> yeah. No, you're an early adopter. I'm excited. Yeah. I've, I've a lot of like this, this job is great. I can, I'm, you know, we're almost up like to the point where it's running itself kind of, and, you know, and then I'm going to be able to do so much of the stuff that I wanted to do and I don't have to move to London, you know? Yeah. So, um, which was our plan before. Move to London. Yeah. Because this country is, uh, the one of the only countries that, um, doesn't have like government sponsored television, you know? That's true. Yeah. And, and, and also our internet is so far behind, like, you know, it's very slow. It is very slow. And you know, this whole, you know, the, the digital, you know, the boom. promise. No, the promise, the promise? of, of the, okay. the 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 uh, fiber optic lines right. has never happened, and so it might never happen. Really, it, it might not. And it's a lot of a lot of capital. So, like, as far as like anything like cut like cutting edge, like yeah. interactive entertainment, you know, other countries are just like way far behind yeah. us, and like the only thing we have is just like you know, mark like advertisers that are you know pushing it, but it's yeah. not even. It's it's something that we're just lagging in, and um, that's what I'm. It's I don't without saying too much. I'm like finally going to be able to um, you know fund like more experimentation, and you know without like all of the uh, she's out sleep <laughs> without like the the weird issues I had before, like with um, being like oh being part of something like oh right. I just want to be part of a team or whatever. All the stuff that I went went through that was keeping me back so I don't well, know it's gonna be um I don't know I'm trying to get some like colloquialism to just throw in yeah it's well uh sunshine ahead <laughs> <laughs> I know well, uh, bright days shining on the, the path <laughs> to the the temple <laughs> uh well I guess I'll see you on Monday <laughs> uh seriously yeah. I guess uh you know 
All roads lead to Munich. <laughs> oh, hi. Welcome to the Twisting the Wind musical section. Se- musical section. Section. Okay? This is it. yourself some gumption and hit on down to this pump jump scrump just get into the scrumption it's a full scrumption we got here twist the twist in the wind musical section okay here seriously seriously now i'm gonna get into it here what an exciting band to be talking about today the band is called the 13th floor elevators they're from texas and uh, I've talked about Roki Erickson before in the podcast. He's amazing. He's sort of there at one point, at least early on and later on, the chief nutcase songwriter of the band. I say nutcase in the nicest way. I don't mean to be like, he's a nut, man. He's crazy. He's dumb. No, he's awesome. And Roki, you 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 know about this band. I'm sorry, guys. You know about this band. You're like, Johnny, why are you talking about a band that we've it's on the High Fidelity soundtrack. Yes, I agree. I totally agree that that's... <laughs> it has been a... It is trodden territory. But I want to talk about specifically their third album, which is kind of unsung and not really sung a lot by people who are not singers. It's called Bull of the Woods, and it features mainly songs written by guitarist Stacy Sutherland. So not Rookie Erickson, though Rookie's feature prominently singing and he's doing his thing making music as part of the band so it's mostly Stacey Sutherland which is he's a little bit different than Rookie he's not as crazy lunatic psychedelic but still there's some fucking cookers on this album yo it's on Charlie uh I don't know if Charlie originally released it it's actually probably international artists from Austin Texas but Charlie Records, which is a great, great, great label, great reissue label and a great label in general. Oh, man, they have so much stuff. And it's also very cheap, too. It's all cheap and packaged amazingly. And I got this. I was looking for some Huey Piano Smith record, and I just got on their Charlie website. I'm like, oh, this and this and this and this. So that, that's what happens. And that's where I found this record. So this is from 1968, Bull of the Woods. The 13th Floor Elevators, and we're going to hear a track here. We're going to hear a track right now. A super spin-down, heavy-duty track. Actually, it's super chill, yo. Super, super, mega, mega chill, like a spring. Like, let's say you found a spring, and it's got the appropriate amount of shade to it. Like, you're not in deep shade, so you're freezing, but it's got some mottled shade. And if you're just hitting that up in Texas... In the late 60s, and you're not having to worry because your uncle works for the state trooper, so you can smoke a little, you can puff a little of your greenery in the cool, refreshing mineral waters of the spring. That's what this sound sounds like to me. If that spring was in space, you know, if it was in like some type of like a space spring. It's called May the Circle Remain Unbroken. Yeah, you can, you can take that how you will. I think that's probably pretty literal, but you can. Do however you want with it. If you want to take that circle of yours and just be like, oh, it's about weaving. Go ahead and do that. Here it is, 13 Floor Elevators. Enjoy it. Buy it. Fucking buy it. (laughs) 
Spring music of the cosmos, yeah. May the circle remain unbroken, 13th floor elevators. Ooh, it's good. Okay, I just want to do a quick note here. People often hit me up on Twitter and just different things asking about the music for the show. Number one, you can find all this on the Feral Audio show page, the episode-specific page. So go there first. If it's available on Amazon to be bought as an MP3, there's a beautiful little widget there that just does it all for you. If not, there's another link to where you can buy it. If not, all the information you need to try to find it in the world to buy it is there. So don't be asking me all this stuff. Also, if you go to the Twisting the Wind Facebook page, there is a comprehensive list of every episode's musical selections all the way up to when I first started doing it. And it's almost current, and I'll recurrentize it again, or someone will recurrentize it again. So, so chill out, okay? But do keep sending me music, though. I do enjoy that. And I promise I will be doing a musical suggested podcast at some point. It's all music sent to me by people, and music that I was like, I didn't know about this, but this is good. Such as the Groundhogs. That's a great band that I'll be talking about. And now I just talked about them, so I just blew the lid off the door before I even opened the hatch. Sorry about that. Okay. One more song here from the triple, triple face, <laughs> from these, uh, one, three, uh, triple 13 elevator guys. One more of them. This is the killer one, man. This is like the smoke daddy right here. This is the hot 
international blast off. This is like that water rocket you had as a kid, but it's a giant and it's filled with some type of like a liquid. I don't want to say LSD. It's too obvious. Liquid. Yeah, it's got liquid LSD. It's got liquid base in it. It's a giant water rocket the size of maybe like a sectional couch and it's filled with liquid base, but like this beautiful, overwhelming liquid base that's uh, built around this rocket is this sort of crystalline, metallic, leafy, gold kind of structure that is all about this prince who just lives up in the mountains and is wicked sweet and has lots of colors. And, you know, he has like a factory that builds farm implements for his people, so they're super happy. And he ha- he just likes water rockets that shoot off liquid base in the nighttime, like colorful, glowing liquid base. That's what this song is. To me, it's called Scarlet and Gold. Holy shit, just fucking riptoid. Especially when, like, the drums come in. Like, they they take a little time there. They, they, they tease you, and the drums just go, Oh, dear. Looks like Voyager 2 is coming back into the atmosphere. It did a slingshot effect around the, the planet. <laughs> it's not coming back. But you can just you can listen to the song over and over again. Okay. And buy it. You have to own it. Get it. Thanks for listening to Twisting the Wind. Keep being with He's a king, he's a poor boy, with a coward in his swing. Since standing there so all alone, well, I guess he'll keep standing there. Tomorrow's hurricanes have blown It's It's taken long Another story told He found no trust to call his own His way was lost His spirit was cost He couldn't make up for the loan But many
National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.